from right outside Clarion in western Pennsylvania, the home of the Autumn Leaf Festival. It's time once again for the long shot, come hell or high water. Indeed, tonight's episode, Joe Scouts the Drugstore. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, good noon, good day, good dawn, good dusk, good Shabbos, ah. <laughs> good riddance, good desk. Welcome to the long shot. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today on the show, Jamie Flam has made an appearance. Uh, I appreciate the Shabbos shout out. That wasn't directed at you. But I, I, I'm allowed Shalom. to enjoy it. Shalom. Fair enough. Uh, also on the show today, Joe Wagner is here. So happy to be back. Are you in a different location, Joe? No, this is this is just one of I think I have I've used maybe about three backdrops in my place. So this is uh this is the one I think I'm I've been using recently, but it's but it, yeah, so that's what I mean. You're in a different you're in a different location inside your own apartment. Yes, I've moved around. I have different sound stages that I like mm-hmm. to use, and this is the one that features the uh jazz pianist. Uh the but, jazz pianist? Pianist. Penis. Uh, I believe that's penis. a jazz penis. Um, peanuts. Jazz peanuts. Jazz peanuts. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we always like to kick off the show with a lot of things. But by the way, this show comes out, I think, on Wednesdays, like at the crack of Wednesday, right? Like from midnight Wednesday, it's available. Or is that Midnight Tuesday? As a nocturnal creature, I can confirm because I've seen it when it pops up. Like It's the first minute of Wednesdays, basically. Uh, yes, because I've seen it pop up. Zero views. No one's watched it yet. And mm-hmm. then I'll check in over the next 12 hours to see what the first four people comments for. Yeah, what are the numbers? <laughs> I haven't asked that in a while. What are the hits? What are the hits? Well, we we do. I think we probably average around 300 per YouTube video. 300 really? views yeah. and that's just the youtube video that's not counting that's, that's just youtube that's just that's the not visual. counting both both people who listen to the show on <laughs> itunes correct spotify four on spotify whammo bammo uh no the reason i ask is because and i want you guys to hold on to your Uh-oh. proverbial hats by the time anybody is listening to this, Uh-oh. at 12.01 on Wednesday of this week, 12.01 a.m. Wednesday, I believe it's entirely possible that by the time you're listening to this, and I guess this is just Joe because he says he always listens to it and there's zero listens so far or views, uh, I will be... I will be either in Ohio or Indiana. Whoa. 
on my way back across the country, hoping to arrive at my home in Los Angeles, California by Friday or Saturday of this week. So by the time you hear this, I will be in, well, who knows? By the time you hear this, I may be living on the moon. If you, you know, if you're new to the podcast and it's 2054, you know, that could be where we are by that time. I wish you things will, these will exist forever, right? No, nothing ever does. Um, I wish you in advance then safe travels. Thank you. It'll be nice to have you back. And this, of course, means, and because you're absolutely right, Sean, I, I did start off as a fan of this show. So I, I like watching the show. I, I still have about 24 minutes left to watch in last week's episode. <laughs> what is the experience of watching it? Uh, you know what? I'll tell you this much. Um, I've never talked back to my screen as much with like, I felt like I wanted to be saying what I would have said if I were sitting there. And I felt so bad that I wasn't able to be there because I had really made like a personal. Oh, you watched the episode that you weren't there for. That I wasn't there for the last episode. Ah. You and Amber, which is, uh-huh. which as fans and listeners of the show know, is just one of the best dynamic podcast duos. Sometimes those <laughs> Sean and Amber episodes are great. But Sean, I know from listening that's what they that call us. They call us the dynamic podcast duo. <laughs> you're going to be traveling because you'll you will have been fully vaccinated. I appreciate your use of the aorist pluperfect. And you uh, will you will have been fully vaccinated. When is the wait? Did you get your second shot already? I or? did get my second shot. Really? Congrats! Congrats! Yep, three months ago. So when is the uh, departure date? What day? Uh, I think I'm leaving Tuesday. That's my plan right now is leaving Tuesday. How long has it been the total uh, time across the country? uh, It's been about two and a half months to a little more than two and a half months, maybe maybe a little less somewhere in the vicinity of 2.5, 2.56, 2.53, you know, 12%. Yeah. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Uh, so I'm ready to go back. You know, you miss it. I do. I like my home. I yeah. like my home. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with my parents' home. It's, it's fine, uh, but it's not mine. You know, I think it's, I think it's interesting if you live in LA for a long enough time and you don't, and you don't, ever leave the city for maybe more than a week or two once you hit that month long time past a month i think month and a half for someone who lives in la to actually think about the things that make you miss la <laughs> is it's not so, like you don't think about that stuff when you're in the city you know and i think a lot of us don't get that opportunity to get away from los angeles long enough to go oh this is this is how I've become a part of the city. This is how that is my home city. Yes. Well, I, 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 I somewhat agree with you. Not a hundred percent. Twelve seven eighths. Uh, I, keep, I keep calling back. That's a, that's a percentage you used in last week's. Episode. Oh, was it? <laughs> See, I didn't watch it. So I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> I watched 12% of it. Um, I, how much do you, do you identify with LA? Well, here's, it's very weird because what I miss more, what I miss more than 
LA is the autonomy of my own space, you know, uh, because the stuff I'm doing here, I could be doing, I feel like anywhere, like I'm not, it's not like I had a, I had a job to go to every day while I was out there or anything to go to. I mean, the fucking city was shut down when I left, or at least it was as far as I was concerned, I was not going anywhere. I was living in my apartment, you know? Right. Um, but having to be here and share this space with my parents who I love dearly and who are wonderful people, uh, is, is just very different from being in my own space, you know, for a million, a million little reasons. Higher ceilings. Uh, here there are higher ceilings, (laughs) way higher. Oh, you can see behind me. Hollywood is very low ceiling and still very difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a trash compactor. No, I mean, I, you know, it just, it's, it's well, and it's, it's any, for anybody to live in somebody else's space is, but especially when it's your parents and I was about to say, not only are you a roommate, you're also a roommate who's their son. I'm a child and they are, and your landlords are your parents. Let's be very clear. I am not just their son. I am a child (laughs) and forever will be. Yes. No matter how, uh, gray your beard might get. I didn't, I drove, I drove my father to a doctor's appointment a couple of days ago. And (laughs) it was just funny because we were in a, First of all, the place we were going to is a place that I know very well, have been to a million times. I just haven't been there from where they are living now. So I wasn't sure if there was an easier way to get there. And there's been a whole debate amongst us at this point (laughs) because. Squabble, a squibble squabble. eh, Not even a squabble, but just like. They, they (laughs) navigate their travels using ways. I use Google maps. Now I have driven all over this country over the past several years and never had a problem. (laughs) So it seems like the data would indicate that Google maps works fairly well but it is astonishing that i don't use ways why would you not use ways ways is great etc etc does google maps do as good a job as ways does it uh right aaron just pointed out google also owns ways which i didn't even know that but that's hilarious because that that should be your trump card that you right no oh it will be it will be at this point uh but anyway there's always a question of like, are you sure you want you want me to put it in my phone and get the right directions? Or do you want to use your whatever random thing Google tells you? So anyway, when does your when does your mom say, Sean, it's either our way or the highway? It's Wait. either our way or the <laughs> mar way, um, the jar way, the hard way. The uh, so anyway, anyways we're going, we're going, I put the thing in and it's like, make a left here. My father's like, no, 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 don't do that. No, they don't know. They don't live here. Like those, the people there don't live here. And it was just so funny in my head because I was like, 
I think that in his mind, there are people sitting at computers typing in which <laughs> left I should make next. You know, like there's just a bank of people at at Google. And, and that's who human are like, error on their end. Yeah. He's like, no, they don't right. live here. When you live here, you know the better ways to go. <laughs> Like, unless okay. unless they're transmitting from that corner store right there. Yeah. The idea then, that Waze is does have locals as opposed to Google. Exactly. Exactly. Like, no, no, no. He no, he said, yeah, who knows? But anyway, <laughs> I was like, sure, okay, we can go this way, but I don't know this route. So I'm gonna turn this off and you're gonna have to tell me which way to go. And he immediately launches into a long list of exactly what I should do. He goes, You're gonna go down here to the light, make a left, then you're gonna make a right, and then at your second right, you're gonna make a left at the light, and then keep going, bear around to the right. It's gonna take you over a bridge. Once you get over the bridge, Keep your eye open because there's a sharp left there. And I was like, hold it. Hold don't it. make a left. Don't make a left. Don't make a left. Then make a right. <laughs> I said, I go, you're going to have to do that step by step as we go. I can't. I'm not going to sit here and memorize. Like we're driving. Meanwhile, I said, I'm not going to sit here. And he goes, oh, you can't. You can't just keep all that in your head. You're too young, I guess. You're not used to, you know. We used to be able to, and I was like, oh my God. Sassy dad. Sassy dad. <laughs> but Sassy then we dude. then we get to where we're going, and it's a big uh shopping center where, and I said this to him, I was like, now if you remember, this is where you took me to teach me how to oh, drive God. a stick the shift. Park, the parking lot. Once. That was all it lasted was he took me once and that was the end. After that, I was taking driver's ed to learn how to drive. And he was like, yeah, that was, that never worked for any of you guys. I couldn't do it. And I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I wonder though, if he even tried with some of the younger guys, you know, because like I said, it was like, I, I shifted wrong once and he was like, all right, that's it. I'm driving. We're going home. No. Uh, and yeah. then when, when a whole car shakes for the first time yeah, that you're in the yeah. driver's seat, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrifying. Um, my, aunt, my aunt taught me how to drive in the parking lot of the my hometown's uh, the vocational school, the tech vocational technical school, and they had uh -huh. huge you know parking lots. And I remember as a kid being like, "Oh, this is like." Just just revving up to like 35 miles an hour with nothing around you suddenly it felt like, oh, I got I got this. Right. <laughs> right. And then very different when you're in traffic. Oh my god. The first getting, freeway getting first on to something. Yeah. Drove yeah, on yeah. A freeway. Oh my God. But the reason I the reason I said all these things is because as we're driving through the parking lot. He goes, now watch, watch. There's a bump up here. There's a speed bump. You got to watch out for the speed bump. Watch out for the speed. Watch the speed bump. You got to watch for the speed bump. It's always good when your co-pilot makes you more anxious. Well, it just was so <laughs> funny to me because I was like, I wonder what does he think goes on when he is not here to tell me these things, you know, just flying. Like I'm just you're, sailing whoa. across. Sean, <laughs> Sean, you're just driving. You're just, you're just making immediate turns into buildings. <laughs> <laughs> you're like driving into storefronts. But that's uh -oh, why I say sorry. like, yeah, Third I'm one in, this week. Right. I'm in his mind. I'm just a child who has no, there's nothing outside myself. 
And so he has to be like, just watch that speed bump. There's a speed bump, 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 you know? Um, Not to get too generationally cinematic on the podcast here, but. Generationally cinematic. (laughs) Sean, I know you've seen The Big Lebowski. Would you is this going to be the entire run of Centennial? <laughs> Would you say there's any? Uh, uh, where's the, is there any little bit of the John Goodman character Walter in your dad? I don't. I don't think so. I think he is. I just thought of it because like a child who wanders into the middle of a movie when he's yelling at Steve Buscemi. <laughs> And it's uh-huh. it's that ma- it's that is it a macho thing? No, no, I don't think right. so. Right. Um, it's. I'm just always that... fascinated about dads because I didn't have that energy right in my home. Right. No, I think for him it's more like you know I don't know how to say this. It's like there is no competence but his own. You know. <laughs> Right. Like if I was left to my own devices, I would, you know, like you said, just turn into a building, right. drive off a bridge, <laughs> you know, hit a speed bump at 70 miles you're an like, hour and cross like the Grand the, Canyon. You slapped the Confederate flag on the car just as, as he got out and took off. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, and and you know that's not present when i'm not around in other words if i'm right talking from la or whatever that's not there but when right. i am here i immediately right. am incompetent ignorant not able to function on my own you know <laughs> um which is so which is a lot to deal with so it's been a, a great self esteem booster i was going to say it's months. like it's a lot to deal with you know uh it's a lot to deal with and not, you know, lose your mind or lash out or whatever. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm heading back and I'm excited, excited to be going back. Uh, hoping that somebody, one of our listeners actually sent me a message saying, cause I guess they were either listening to last week's episode or, or whatever and said, what are the chances there won't be squatters in your apartment? So I guess we'll see what happens on that score. <laughs> well, let's 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 cross our fingers that at least some mail was stolen. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. How many the, times my mailboxes have been robbed? <laughs> you walk by and there's the giant mark of where the entire mailbox was, but it's been taken off the stucco wall, and it's just. Right. Well, also, but now there's like a wanted poster and it's a wanted, like you go to the post office and it's a wanted poster (laughs) of actual mail. Like we want mail. (laughs) America's most wanted mail. I don't know. I don't know. what. uh, My parents sell commercial mailboxes mm -hmm. as part of their, and they said that their business connection um, connection. in that regard in the last year has absolutely skyrocketed. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Ka-ching, baby. So everything bad that's happening to me is good that's happening for your parents. Yes. There's balance in the world. There's They're thriving. Um, no, I got to talk to them at some point about how to solve this problem, whether it's even possible. I, I also need to, I'm going to call Louis DeJoy, find out what's going on with him, you know, just get as many different parties involved. Because if you remember the first time this happened, when 
somebody went on a crazy buying spree up and down Coenga Boulevard right outside my apartment. I never thought it was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I called the postmaster general's office and they were basically like, yeah, it happens. <laughs> you know, like what? No, that's hey, not okay. That's what the joy tells me. That's what yeah. I tell you. Well, see, the thing is, yeah, Joy. it happens. <laughs> it does happen. People think it ain't going to happen, but it does. Anything else I can do for you? Sean, one more thing I'm curious about as mm -hmm. you return. Yeah. This is a big return. Do you feel, are you feeling amped to like hit the ground running when you a get back? A hundred percent right, i right, have big right. plans big ah uh, yes ah uh, that's right big plans i'm ready to invest 100 oh yeah right all right i did i talked about the share. movie but i'm not yeah. even talking about that i'm just talking about right. in general in i have general, a lot like of, taking yeah. things off the list that's a good <clears throat> that's a good place to be at i think i can't tell if I, this is facetious it's not it's not at all no, it's not. Jamie, Sean's got Sean's coming back with plans, baby. He's he's got goals. No, I really am. I mean, I, I've been sitting I here know. for two and a half months, and you know, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, and I'm excited to get back into LA and get into the swing of things, you know. That's great. Well, LA is officially open for business. I mean, literally, even like in the last two weeks. At mostly know. reduced capacity, though. That is, I think, a mitigating factor. Not if you've seen restaurants. That's Well, I can't stand that. I can't stand that. Those videos are like Franklin. Franklin is a street for listeners. Uh, Franklin Avenue in Los Angeles is a street that Sean, Jamie, and I would find ourselves on all the time because the UCB, one of the UCB comedy theaters is there. And there are two... There are two restaurants that have patios, and I've seen so many videos of people walking by those patios with people unmasked, eating, drinking, laughing, talking loudly. And I'm just like, we oh. are going into a fourth surge right now, I think, right? Uh, supposedly. Has there been a little bit of, I mean, in LA, actually, numbers have still been pretty consistently. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just have heard that lower... there's still some potential for difficulty. But yeah, no, I mean, there is, that's if you even think it's not a fucking hoax in the first place, you hey, know, you know, what can I tell you? The joy thinks it's OK. You think it's OK. Hey, yeah. There's the postmaster general. What's the problem? They they stole your mail. <laughs> yeah, that happens. That happens. You know, you can change that if you just have it hand delivered. You know, a friend of mine has gotten really into sports cards. I don't know if you followed like how insane uh, sports cards are now, particularly no. basketball cards. It's a whole big thing, a huge like, like big, recently or over the last twenty years. Are we talking about? No, like in the last two or three years, but especially in the last year, like basketball cards go like almost like you buy a rookie card of a player, and how well they play is like like the stock market of like the price of their card, but going for so you get all the rookie cards for whoever comes into the league, hoping that in ten years it's going to be worth something. No, that's how it used to be. Now it's like the market is so insane that like a rookie now card could go for $50,000. Don't Jamie, quote me on these numbers, but. At the beginning of all this, I thought you had said sports cars. Oh, that makes sense. 
And then I thought maybe it was cards of cars. <laughs> sure. But it's Which not. I'm sure is the thing. It's not. Um, anyway, my friend sold uh, a box of these of cards, roughly $7,000 worth. Didn't oh get insurance for it. And long story short, he sent it out to this guy three months ago. And the biggest lesson was like, you know, he didn't spend $120 for the insurance. And he's getting the runaround. He's like, it's just, can you tr- please try to find it? This is a lot of money. <laughs> anyway. It's a racket. It's a racket. I'm, I'm also just thinking of the conversation, which I quote Jamie on those numbers. You know, <laughs> like I'm like, I, I, and to quote, I see you sitting alone at the bar here. I was wondering if I could tell you about, well, I was wondering if we could talk about my friend Jamie says that people are selling their sports cards for $50,000 for rookie. Excuse me. Where are you going, man? Where are you going? <laughs> Have me now. <laughs> Uh, I'm in mint condition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's that just sucks. I can only imagine that feeling because I'm sure the guy is also kicking himself for going like it was $120. Now I'm at seven grand. Oh. You know? There is one care pack. This I've lived in this loft now seven years. There's one care package that my mother and my aunt sent me that did not get to me. And I tried to track it down. I went to like a huge postal service center, like by downtown. They didn't have it. And it was just lost. It's just been lost. And it's that one box. And I'm like, oh, I just feel so bad that whatever they put in that box, it did not get to me. It's not even, it wasn't valuable. It was freaking cashews, you know, and oatmeal packets. But you know what it was? It was beyond price because it was love. Yes. Each cashew. That's what you didn't get. That's what you didn't get in the mail. Uh, and there's everybody. some dude, there's some dude somewhere now going, <laughs> I got love. I got love. Uh, all right. Well, that, we always that start positive the show. spin has made me feel better about the last six years. Good. You would have, you would have, yeah, you would have felt better the whole time. Uh, we always start the show with something we like to call parting shots. So let's start today. Great oh, no, show today. Checking Great in. show so far. Jamie. Wrap it up. What's going on? What, what is, is going, going on? on? What is going on? Well, overall, I'd say it's welcome been, back, uh, buddy. Thank you. It's good to be back. Um, I'm sorry to miss last week. How's your head, by the way, Joe? Much better. Much better. I'll get to it in my uh, in my. Yeah, okay. Come on! Don't try to pooch shot. his fucking <laughs> checking in. But I'm better. I'm better. That's why I'm here, and I'm happy to see you, Jamie. I'm, and I'm glad things are picking up for the for the theater. Thank you. Yeah. I the last three or four nights I've been on a pretty good for the last couple of months. I've had insomnia forever, um, but it's starting to get better. And then I'm just a little bit out of it because last night I was in bed before nine, which is crazy. I was that exhausted from the night before, right? And couldn't. Really, but that meant you woke up at what time? I I was in and out of sleep, but then around one thirty a.m. just up, pretty wide awake, to like four thirty, and then like four thirty to eight thirty was just kind of. Half in, half out. Just that frustration. Two thirty. Where were you? You were asleep or awake? Quote him on this. Quote him. Fifty thousand. I was awake, ish. No, I was awake. I was uh, awake. Ish is the new ABC, I think, um, platform. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, that's uh, just my like physical and mental state right in this moment. But other than that. 
where do I even begin? Well, hold, hold on. What's okay. causing that? What's causing the insomnia like that? We're going to drill. We're going to drill. Deep. Why were you awake? So why were you so tired the night before? And why were you insomniac the, the following night? I don't know. I've been trying to have, you know. Well, because your whole schedule is kind of off. I'm actually I'm on, on the best schedule I've been on in a long time as far as. Oh, then I'm absolutely up. wrong. Every day I wake up by 7.30. I'm doing yoga. I'm meditating. I'm going for a long walk. And um, so I'm doing all these things that should, in theory, make me sleep better than ever. And I have been. So I don't know what's happening the last few nights. I tried journaling it out today, try to get to the bottom of it, but I couldn't. Do you feel like you're choking on a piece of money at all? A coin? No. No, no. That's There's good. not been that kind of anxiety. It's not. It's not a money choking situation. Can I ask Jamie specifically? Credit card? No. Was there? Is there a moment, Jamie, that you could go back to, to pinpoint when you think that the sleep started to go a little wonky? Like what? It was what just literally night, four nights night, ago. Four nights ago. Was there something about that day? Was there something about that evening? No, no, right. right. No. Okay, great. Well, what else is going on, Jamie? <laughs> I'm sorry we weren't able to crack stay it, guys. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week I will have slept. Um, your Mac will sleep soon unless plugged into a power outlet. Oh my god, even your Mac. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a sleeping situation. That is kind of Jamie. guess what? Save the day. And that was my way of uh, dropping that I do have a Mac. Uh, what is going on? So um, I am, I mean, just a big headline, nothing new. I think the last time I checked in, I'm I very, feel like that doesn't ever make a big headline. You know, <laughs> I'm acting on the top good. story today. Nothing has happened. If the New York Times came out with that in whatever, nothing 28, new, 28 block, whatever the yeah, font. <laughs> That Fake would news. be a Fake that would news. be a good April Fools, if the if the old gray lady just decided to let it let it fly on April Fools. Nothing new. Um, yeah, I mean, I have basically a list of epiphanies here. Uh, I, probably all, all all of them that I've had in the past. Um, Let's but go yes, through. I'm much more actively trying to in a more the most healthy way possible. Not Immaculata, uh, which in the past has been a 30-day be perfect. And then generally after that 30 days, slowly devolve back into whatever. But try to build in healthy habits. Um, And I was listening to a podcast with Jerry Seinfeld that really hit on the nose. I listened to the low show, but no, that's fine. Go ahead. Um, and it's a very obvious Who thing. Who are these immaculatas? <laughs> so basically, the, the the main thing that's been missing from my day-to-day is... Here we go. Here okay. we go. Here we go. When I have a deadline in front of me, I'm, I'm fine. I usually still okay. probably wait to the last minute. Uh, so this last year, I haven't had as many deadlines. Anyway, long story short, whether it's wanting to write, whether it's wanting to tackle a project, was wanting to learn something new, I never put a time limit. 
So when I sit down to my computer or my notebook to write, there's just this open-ended, I, I guess I'm just going to write now or whatever it is. And so the simple thing in the last week of just like, I'm going to write now for the next 20 minutes, or I'm going to take these tutorials for video editing for the next 45 minutes has completely shifted at least one week. Whoa, weekend. whoa, whoa. How did we get from writing to video editing tutorials? There are two things that I want to, like I've been video editing forever, but like, and in one hour of video editing tutorials last week, a couple of days ago, I'm like, oh, I should have done this 10 years ago because the way I go about like the most basic elements of this basically like platform I use, like I, I go about it all wrong. Jamie, um, I absolutely relate to that because in trying to write a one hour long dramedy script. Six acts, done, not five. There's six act structure too. Six faux life. And Jamie, I've watched so many writing video tutorials and writing instruction and screenwriting instruction and seminars and stuff that's been recorded that you could just watch online now. And it feels there is something very, it's been very invigorating about like kind of, it's not, it's not an entirely new skill set. It just feels like you're refreshing yourself with it and you're getting, you're learning some new stuff, you know? Absolutely. Like it's, um, and just knowing, and just even whether it's email, like when I sit down most days, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work now for an undetermined period of time. Right. And of course I start almost immediately picking up my phone, distracting myself because everything is possible. So just, I've been really just trying to break up the day. Like, all right, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to email, just return emails. Right. Instead of just, I'm working now, which can take me to a thousand places and then I get distracted and, so that's the that's it's the like New York Times headline. It sounds like you're setting uh, more of a timetable for yourself. Yeah, just throughout the day, just breaking it up because just the open endedness is just not right served me. And day after day, for the last, I mean, weeks, months, and years, like so much of the time, I'm just actively looking to not do anything or just to distract myself. This reminds me of when we talked about this a few weeks ago, and I was talking about Graham Greene writing 500 words a day, no matter what. And that was me saying, but, you know, I know, I understand you got to get it from Jerry Seinfeld. That, that <laughs> makes sense. For me. No, absolutely. It's like not, it's, it's, uh, and thank you. I actually wanted to <laughs> tie it back to the, the, the 500 words a day. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's not, something that's not very much out there as far as setting it's not specific. something that's not very much out there was that also mystery? i don't know what you're saying it's just like uh it's not a, a an epiphany for most it's like a common knowledge seemingly set to goals set specific goals and and this is where it starts getting even more exciting for me because it goes back to so much of this podcast and conversations we've had and the specificity and the committing to me, those things are intertwined. And so that's what's been missing through some of the things I've been doing. Um, and the, the skill that I'm actively trying to learn is just focus. Like this idea of hard work, like I've mm. shifted, like to me, hard work. I almost like, 
I have a mental picture of manual labor and like, you know, the people that have the most success in the fields, like they're hardworking. That seems like, I just don't, I don't have a hard work mentality, but hard work. I'm like, it's literally simply the act of focusing, being able to have stamina in a focus, no matter what it is. And so kind of labeling and identifying like that is what I, the skill that I want to refine the most of myself is to be able to sit with whatever I'm doing for, for a prolonged period. And right now, the biggest thing is with, without my phone. So every morning this past week, just doing the 20 minutes kind of morning notes, but just the act of putting my phone on the other side of the room, setting the timer and just writing or not writing, but being okay. So I feel like it's a, there's a new kind of texture to. Can I tell you something yes. crazy about manual labor? Yes. Which is that I write all my first drafts by digging a ditch and dripping the dirt in the shape of the letters of that first draft as I write it. So I think there is a way to combine aspects of hard work and hard work. Sean's absolutely right. Jamie, I write mine on, on a scroll. Okay. And then I pull that over a tree stump and then with an ax, I chop it into the pages and I really build up sweat and i do that on the roof of my building because i i'm covid safe and because so, there's a forest on the roof of your building there's, uh, a, <laughs> there's a prop tree stump that i put there so i, I should feel shame there, no there, no i'm just saying if you're really into the idea of hard work there is a way to get it done you know there is you can dig up dirt and actually try to sh- lay that dirt out in the shape of certain letters to give you the first draft you want, you know, um, Jamie, I feel like, you, you. I feel like you. Jerry Seinfeld never mentioned that. So no, I was going to say, you don't have to take it from me. Listen to the next episode of Seinfeld's podcast. It's called the shovel in the first draft. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Which is also a, I believe it's a Sherlock Holmes mystery. <laughs> what, uh, what else, Jamie, what else is going on? So you have this epiphany, you're working more every day. So yeah, I'm trying to refine my work. Um, what else happened? Um, yeah. Uh, oh, here's a fun thing. I we'll think see. I told you a couple of weeks ago that I watched this documentary, the sports documentary, and started thinking about Edison therapy, talking about like I have to be my the, own. I'm sorry, the witch, the witch documentary again? Sports. They made a they made a documentary oh, sports about sports. One. Yeah, Remember it's that? great. It's um which one? It's the like last people dance, win, people that lose. One? No, this oh, was, oh no, uh last chance you. I yeah, think. last chance you, the basketball right. one. Right. And that the coach of that team was like, I love him, but you know, just very uh enthusiastic and uh <laughs> what is that what is going on? <laughs> Did you watch it, Sean? No, I haven't seen it. Sean's trying to drive traffic to the YouTube channel with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to check it out. That's good marketing right there. Uh Hey, si- super movie sidebar. There's a, the trailer for the new Space Jam movie came out with LeBron James came out today. Uh-huh. If you're into basketball, okay. I haven't been Thanks that excited teams. since I <laughs> bought new shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> There's your YouTube commenter right there. Right. So what so happened, Jamie? You were inspired by the documentary. Oh, and just in therapy, like as I'm trying to motivate myself more, this idea of having to sometimes be my own parent, my own coach, 
like in those moments where I want to distract myself, like trying to nurture that side of myself that can hopefully in a nice way, just um, encourage me to make a choice that's more in line with my goals. And, um, and then there's like that coaching aspect of it. And then it occurred to me at the end of the day, when I was journaling a couple of nights ago, like to think of it as a press conference and like thinking about the coach and the player giving a press conference and uh, what would I say about my day and how was the game and where are the places that I could um, tighten things up and it was a good game. We played hard or we didn't play hard enough. And uh, so that was fun. That's a fun way to kind of look Ooh. at it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, I, one of the, my other goals, and I literally thought about this as I was driving home today. You got this, Jamie. You got this. Stay in it. Stay in it. I mean, literally, the coach in my head at that point was like, "Make this more fun and interesting, Jamie." <laughs> you got this. Like you're 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 petering out. Uh, Wait, yeah, what was what was the little league sport you played? You played a little league sport, right? Or you played some sport growing up? For literally, I mean, baseball and basketball and soccer. You did all three of those. I mean, soccer for a year, right. baseball for about five years basketball for one year so you had a team you knew what it was what it meant to be on a team oh and i played football my senior year of high school i mean i've been on a team sure you're very, you're very sporty i didn't know how sporty you were oh i don't know if i'm sporty well you can be on a team and not be necessarily sporty you know if you want to no, hear I, just, a, I mean that's a lot of sports to me you did a lot of sports this is actually i didn't expect i would tell this or I haven't thought about it in a long time, but the one year I played basketball, I actually, and maybe this is what drove me because I got really, really into basketball in junior high and high school and played in a more organized way and just played for most of my adult life. But the one time I played it in little league, I wasn't, I didn't play much. I was like, Hey, Jamie, do you want to try a new sport? You want to try basketball? It's probably 11. Maybe. Okay. You're on the team. Now go sit over there. Kinda. I, I was so I just didn't understand, like, you know, the coach just, like, trying to drop plays. Like, you know, I was that 11-year-old kid that was just like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what a forward is. I don't know what a guard is. <laughs> I think there was a... a I wish where... little Jamie at that age had just said exactly what you just said, like, to the coach. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, but, I, but even more like an old Jewish mother, you know, like... I, I don't look. know where to go. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I don't know, know what I'm supposed to do. Who am I guarding? Am I go- why am I guarding them? We don't need gods. Come on. Oh, I can tap into like just how scared I like, like, all right, they're putting me out there probably because they had to put every kid in there for a certain, certain number of minutes. Mm-hmm. But this is a moment that um, I'll never forget. Like the coach of the team like went to high school or college with my mom. So my mom knew him. They weren't close friends, but they knew each other. And he called at one point a couple after a few practices, but I think before we play a game to ask basically if my mom would be the team mom, meaning, you know, coordinating snacks, I guess. Team mom, not teen mom. Not the teen mom. She was not a teen mom. She Mm -hmm. was older than 19, your mom. And she was on the phone with him and I remember it got a little bit testy. I was, I was just sitting there and she hung up the phone and then she was trying to relay to my dad what the conversation that just happened was. And basically my mom was furious because basically I don't forget how she put it, but basically like 
she thought it was like so gauche to ask basically the mom of the worst kid on the team to be the team mom. And she thought that was so rude. And I remember I was old enough to like literally hear that and know exactly <laughs> what was just said. Oh my God. Dude. And I also that remember she, that she was calling you the worst kid on the team. If Amber yeah. were here, I think <laughs> she would say, I so want to give Jamie a hug right now. <laughs> I also really I don't. I, I just want to dig I into this. Yeah. I would just say, I'd, I'd also like to give, I'd give little Jamie a hug back then for sure. That's a tough thing to hear. <laughs> it's a really tough are you, thing. Are to you hear. like literally around like a cornice in your house? Like they're, they're in the kitchen. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's um, like an indie film shot. No, it was, I, I wish it was that. I don't know. Like, if have you been to was... Jamie's? Have you been to Jamie's parents' house, Joe? No, no. Have you? Did you know that it is the source for cornices in all of Los Angeles? <laughs> they, they, like, they got a monopoly on cornices. I just thought that was cornice? a weird thing that you mentioned that, and they're they the known as the king kings? and queen of <laughs> cornices. King and queen I've literally cornice. never heard the word cornice before. I didn't uh, want to I say, don't know that I've ever heard it. I've certainly say, seen it in print, but I, I just thought it was say, funny that Joe brought that up. I didn't want to up. say corner. I could have said molding. I went with cornice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, hey, don't quote me on that. Don't, yeah. Don't do well, 50 grand is 50 grand. <laughs> Jamie, so, so you hear your mom say this and you're like, oh, my God, everybody knows. I just remember that, that, that a very specific brand of like just feeling shame. and But then my dad... I, I never, it's something I've seen in my dad since. I can't think of other examples, but like he was just like, Vicky, like your son is right here and he's he's old enough to know exactly what you just said. So he kind of called it out even more, which I don't know if that helped or hurt, but like that whole thing, I like just, I can put myself there and being like, I, 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 I kind of knew I, I wasn't the best. I was a delusional. <laughs> I was delusional about baseball. Like I, every year I played uh, little league baseball. I remember the moments and they, they, they must feel like they're from like a family TV family special. My like dad being like, well, cause you would get the call, like what team you're on. And like, you're going to be on the pirates this season. And um, the coach, you know, it was a small community. So it was like, you got yeah. the coaches, Larry Brown. Oh, I was on the Yankees oh, with Larry the former Brown. Point, the former point guard for the New York Knicks and the coach of the Kansas Jayhawks. I forgot that he, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, but um, I remember like, Dad, I think this is the year. This is I the love sidetracking Jamie with NBA references. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. <laughs> I, so, I actually get lost. He, he was in his head going, do I have Larry Brown's rookie card? <laughs> Not only that, Sean, I used his moment to mm -hmm. completely zone out myself. <laughs> ah, ah, perfect. I was like, was the it? 76ers, what are we talking about again? <laughs> And the Pistons. I mean, he coached the Pistons. Oh, he trip. was, yeah, whatever the case. Go on, Jamie. Uh, oh, yeah, every year. like, And I remember, like, I think, Dad, this is this is the year I think I'm going to make the All-Star team. Right. And I legit thought, like, I had a chance to make the All-Star team. It is team. funny how delusional. I mean, I was the same way. I was so delusional as a kid about my own athletic ability. Uh, it's insane, you know? Um that's the part, by, by the way, that's a part of parenting that I don't think I'm would at this point in my life be very equipped for, um, which is like, it feels like a lot of it ends up becoming what emotional gauntlets 
you're going to let your children go through. Like trying to get on a sports team, that's like an emotional gauntlet for a kid. And it's like, how do you help them manage that? You know, um, or like getting, you know, or getting on a academic team or getting into a group or, you know, getting into a class or something. It's like you have to ha you have to like let your child be hopeful but then you want to try to cushion whatever blow might be coming because life is unfair or whatever, you know? I would I would point out you don't have to do either of those things, just FYI. Just, just let it happen. You don't have to let your child be hopeful, and you don't have to cushion <laughs> whatever blows come your way. <laughs> go ahead, Jamie. Just let, it, no, I, just let them go. I just remembered another delusional baseball thing was um, every year, like, like going up to my coach and being like, please let me pitch this next inning. <laughs> like pitching. And like, literally I remember what I thought pitching was. I didn't know about like a curveball. I didn't know I was throwing the ball at the glove of the catcher. Yeah. As to me, pitching was as fast right down the middle every time. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so thankful that the coach never did it, but I was always like, there was always like, I can picture myself, you know, they were probably my age, these coaches or younger even. Yeah, like, you know. Oh, I'm sure they were younger than you are now. Absolutely. Probably. Just being like, uh, yeah, maybe. Like just trying to be nice, but like <laughs> I would have like they would have then going home, the coach goes home and he's talking to his wife and he's like, You're not gonna believe this one kid. I just feel for him, you know? Yeah, like, probably I want him to succeed, but at the same time, he keeps coming up to me and going, When do I get to pitch? And I'm just like, when fucking hell freezes over. I was like so audacious. It's it's um but especially the pitching. Every every time I throw a baseball, I'm just reminded of that specific thing. Like, I don't remember everyone ever telling me. Like, it was like kind of like, oh, a curve. Like, just anything other than throwing down the middle was like a, a trick, pitch. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but not like no. These are ways because if you pitch it right down the middle every time, they will hit it every time. <laughs> Jamie, maybe that is the positive thing that you get out of this. If you're saying that there was still this audacity that you had. Even though you've heard your mom say like, he's, he sucks, you know, like, <laughs> look how you've managed to still, but you still had that passion for it, right? Well, like I will say that, endu that endured. As far as sports go, basketball same thing was that something... you have for the same thing for what you have now, the same passion, you know? Yeah, I am. Um, I don't want to tell you about the conversations I've had with your parents about the long shot. <laughs> it is. I mean, Sean called your mom to be team mom, team podcast, <laughs> podcast mom. Please, you got to send us all uh, brownies. That's Sean, pretty funny. Sean's extra <laughs> Vicky, Vicky, it's Sean. I know you don't like when I call this late, but I just wanted to talk to you about something. And I'm hoping Jamie said he's been going to bed at nine o'clock recently. I'm hoping he's asleep. Vicky, do I have an opportunity for you? I do want to make what a do you parallel. Mean it's gauche. What do you mean? It's gauche Vicky. I've never said I literally don't know what that word means. <laughs> that was the first time I've ever used it. Are you, no, please, right? are you by a cornice right now? Vicky? Is that cornice gauche? Is that a cornice gauche? Cornish ghost. <laughs> a Cornish ghost. Okay. All right. All right. Take it easy. All right. Oh, well, I was going to say, I will. I, so two things. Once I got to junior high, like I went, I was in my basketball or 
we had a basketball court in my backyard and I was out there every day. And it was something that I actually really worked hard at and got to the point where I could play pickup ball and played in a little leagues. And when I got to college, I played a lot. And like, it was something I actually worked at and saw and got better. And same with football. I played that one year in high school. It was such a lark and just, but somehow kept with it and got better. Taking it back to comedy though, or to comedy in this conversation, but, and going back to specific. We've never, we've never been at comedy this entire, we've been on the, we've been recording for over 50 minutes now. We've never been at comedy. This is, this is one of those dramatic narrative podcast shows. That's why we need a podcast mom to make it, you know, (laughs) I really do love that. Check. Um, Podcast moms, they, they do make like baked goods, right? Jamie, like they would make us baked goods. She would come, she would give us orange slices at during intermission. (laughs) My mom did bring for my soccer. She was, there was always orange slices and Capri Sun. Yeah. Just from out of frame. Right. You know, today, actually, I before this podcast, I picked up my grandma in the Deep Valley, which, by the way, my grandma is like your dad, Sean. And as soon as I made the first ride, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, you got to go down here. I was like, no, I'm, I'm trying to take the freeway. I think the freeway will actually be fast. You've been talking to those Google people again, haven't you? <laughs> um, but my mom sent me home with cookies, is all I was going to say. It's, um, but um, oh, I was sweet. thinking about when I first moved back to L.A., to pursue comedy and going back to specific and like, thank God I got basically my first job running this little theater in Santa Monica because what was the name of it again, Jamie, the original West side eclectic West side eclectic. Right. Because I came in with such a general, I was like, Oh, I'm going to perform comedy. And, um, and I guess I'll write scripts like, but I didn't have like, it was the same thing of just like, I'm just going to pitch right down the middle. Like, I, like I didn't have, like, I didn't approach stand up in any way that like, there was like, and I'm going to get better so I can get like, and not to say that there's only one way to approach stand up or anything in this, in this world, but there's, it's always, it was so general that like, it was just like, I'll perform every once in a while. I don't know. I just kind of equate that to like, I was never specific and actually laid out a plan for myself. And so for better and worse, it, it, opened up to like i'll run theater right well that's what they say about goals they should be smart right which stands for specific measurable and art i think is the is the acronym um i don't know what it is uh but yeah when you look at something like stand-up like stand-up is such a specific thing it's so difficult and not really having a plan is it makes it impossible, you know? I mean, one thing that I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh, that's not good is like, you know, before when you were saying, I, I watch these tutorials. I love how you guys are both so into tutorials, but uh, you, you watch these tutorials about editing and you're like, I should have done this 10 years ago. And that to me is a problem where it's like the self-excoriation that comes from, if only I had done this earlier, it's like, no, I think the way to think about it is, I am, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm yeah. learning and I'm moving forward and I'm getting better. That said, when you talk about the stand-up thing, I think that for me, same thing. Like I got into stand-up because I was like, I think I'm funny. I think I could be good at this. And I think I was good at it, am good at it. I, I am a good stand-up, but I had no specific, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to get to. This is where I want to go. And I think that ultimately hurt me. 
you know, because when you have those goals, you can focus on that and get the bullshit out of the way. And I think I was never able to do that. Like, was it helping my stand-up career to do ass cat two nights a week for 20 years? Probably not. Right. Um, it meant I was good at this one thing, but not good at this other thing. And I'm not saying I'm wrong to do that. Like I did enjoy doing those shows and being good at them. But if I had really sat down and said, this is the thing I want to do, it would have been easier to get to that point. Um, I actually had a dream about stand up today or last night, I guess this morning, sometime while I was asleep, I wasn't watching the time. Uh, tell me what you think this dream means. Cause I think I know what it means. This was the dream I had about stand up. <laughs> so it's a game. Can we guess right? Your right answer. I don't think it'll be difficult. Uh, I dreamed that I was going to do stand up. Now, you guys won't remember this, but when this pandemic started, I had just made a vow that I was going to do 60 shows in 60 days. And I was trying to pursue that. I was like recording videos on my way home from shows at night and putting them up on Instagram and going, okay, it's been 10 days so far and I have done 11 shows. So I think I'm doing okay. Um, you know, just because I was like, I wanted to reinvigorate my standup. I had not been as dedicated as I would have liked to have been. And you were coming off the story. Perfect. Yeah. I was doing that show and I was like, this could be a good show if I could just develop some of the material. So I was trying to develop that material while going out and doing shows and whatever. That was one of the last times. I think it was at the end of 2019. I think maybe that I saw you when you saw the show I did at, uh, lyric Hyperion, lyric Hyperion. Yeah. Almost known as the Jamie flam inspirational theater, but never happened. (laughs) That's true. Uh, I went to that show too, right? You did at some point. That was the show where I danced on you or something like that. Um, oh yeah <laughs> the uh <laughs> you were ramping i'm not not to put a, a, a bitter spin on but you you actually happened to be at a point where i felt like sean you were ramping up into some like i'm gonna recharge by yeah. doing some of the stuff that i've done for years but doing it in a different more focused way right it was like a bunch of stories i had told over time it was it was not uh, some of it was new material, but it was a lot of stuff that I was sort of conglomerating. It wasn't really stand up, and I was trying to turn it into stand up and sort of focus on it more. Anyway, um, where where was I? Uh, oh, oh, my dream. So I had a dream this morning, last night, whenever it was, that I was going to do stand up, and I got to the place. And I walked into the room and it wasn't on the, the show was not going to be on the floor that I walked into. I had to go down a set of stairs into the basement. So I go down the stairs into the basement. It's not on that floor either. There's a ladder going down into a hole (laughs) in the basement and I go down the ladder and then there's another hole there with another <laughs> ladder. So not only is it not the basement and not the sub basement, it is the sub sub basement that I'm going to perform stand up in. And when I get there, there's one person there to watch the show who goes, don't use the mic. Just talk to me directly. Sure. <laughs> so what do you think that dream means about my stand up? Give me a lot of things. You're starting over. 
okay. from the very bottom. <laughs> okay. Um, you have one super fan. <laughs> I know. I like that, that. I like that I like you're that. finding all the positive. Things. I like that. That's good. Yeah. What's the negative? That I will be performing in a sub sub basement <laughs> with almost no one there. I will. Um, I'll jump off of what Jamie. Jamie, did you have any other analysis, Doctor? Oh, just for checking in. No, 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 about, no, no the about, the, about the dream. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say this. I think, Sean, it is off of what Jamie said. I think it's an anxiety dream. Uh-huh. Uh, it is the anxiety is that you consciously know that you are going to approach something that you know, but as if you're coming at it in a new way. Uh-huh. And it that's where the you know every every comic who ever By the did, way, this just occurred to me. I didn't even think about this because I was laughing too hard when I woke up this morning about how sad that was. But it just hit me that this is a dream I had three days before I'm heading back to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, like, you are going back to the holes of ho- of hole of holes of holes. <laughs> I, and, I didn't even think about it like that, but yeah, that's true. Well, to to me, it's like this was the way you were unconscious interpreted what any comic who's ever done at least let's say two three years of open mics Mm -hmm. knows that it's a sometimes absurdly psychologically difficult thing to reconcile of like i'm a comedian and there are four people sitting in front of you it's 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 a weird thing the the comics that become great comics push past that every time um for everybody, it's different though. And like, <laughs> it's so funny, Sean, that the specific of we've all, all three of us here have done shows where you literally did not have to use a mic. Oh, many, many times. <laughs> so many times. Um, and sometimes those are actually great shows because they become these intimate, mm-hmm. weird little free form comedy conversation shows. And then you start a podcast. But I mean, it's, it, 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 it it's uh, wow that dream is right on <laughs> it's right on the nose crazy <laughs> i actually have another crazy. i have another interpretation that i think is good yeah it's just going arguably everyone in your dream is you so it's, it was you at the very bottom talking to myself talking to yourself <laughs> which could be but you're, they, but I'm my own, you're saying i'm my own big, biggest biggest fan i have one you, fan I only have one fan and it's me <laughs> that is that's the negative take but, but um, wait let me add a little dark spin to it <laughs> The you in the audience, Sean, is he's the one dressed as a clown. You have <laughs> huge clown wig, giant red shoes. <laughs> now you're just adding stuff into my dream. <laughs> well, no, you're eating a bowl of nachos. There's blood seeping from your yeah. mouth. <laughs> it's um, but it's going to the depths. That's where the good stuff is. Is going deeper and deeper into your own. And um, and Sorry, per- you have to save. That's like that. Your one audience member is like a miner, a Chilean miner that you mm-hmm. have to save. Right. You have to go down there. 30. You have to what go was down the name there. of that movie? 30 or something like that about the Chilean miners? 36? <laughs> Whoa, one for one. <laughs> right. You have to go down there, though, to get to the depths of your soul. And that's what's going to propel the next phase of your stand up career. And you have to make yourself laugh first and foremost. So I think that's a way to look at it. <laughs> Find like what's it. funny. Sean's been I looking like in the mirror and laughing for a while now. What uh so Jamie, what else about your about your your journey? Your okay, I'll in? I'll wrap it up. Yeah, cuz um, we're going to take a break, but before we do, just 
you know, just to wrap, wrap it up, it is this um, baby. Here we go. I wrote this down. I think it's a good flammo. Give us oh, the flammo. Give us some flammo, bammo, whammo. The specifics. Getting into specifics is so important. And this idea of letting go, which is this theme in, in personal growth and letting being able to let go. And the idea that letting go is temporary. And I've been, there's so many things I want to do. After you let go, you grab on. You should grab onto the specific thing. But when I, there's still like 10 things that have been up here that are all priorities to me, like running a theater. I still want to perform. I still want to write this thing. I want to edit this thing, whatever it is. There's all these things I want to do. And they all have the same amount of importance and priority. And because I don't want to let some of them go. I'm like, but I love this idea. And so landing on this idea, like I can let go of that and I need to let go of that. But that doesn't mean I'm saying goodbye forever. It's just right. putting it to the side. And so I know that's not like a, a new concept, but like what's right in front of me, these are the three things or hopefully one thing. But um, so letting go is a temporary thing. We don't have to say goodbye to like the things that are exciting to us, but to move forward. It's hard. It's hard to say goodbye to yesterday. It is. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, if we, well, okay. If we, well, sang, if, it, if, if we sang that, we'd be dinged by the man. By the way, I worked at a summer camp once, and that was the big closing thing at the oh. end of camp was that all the counselors sang "It's so hard to say goodbye." Oh, <laughs> that's a that's a. It was tear-tier. so fucking funny to me because I was Wait, like, are "You were in the camp, or you were?" No, a I was a counselor. counselor. Are you a counselor? And okay. the counselors had this tradition of singing. I mean, it was a tradition that had only been going for you know, six years or whatever, since that song came out, (laughs) but they would sing that song and all the kids would cry and whatever. And I was, I guess maybe I was a little older than everybody else that was a counselor at that camp. And I was just like, you fucking (laughs) like, what a ridiculous thing to do. It was so stupid. Um, But what I was going to say, Jamie is if it makes you feel any better, I might've talked about this. I can't remember if I did or not, but when I first got home, no, sorry. When I first got here to my parents' house, my home is in Los Angeles. Is when I first Los Angeles got here, um, the uh, my mother had just had surgery and was still in the hospital, and. We had a there couple was, of you in a hotel room quarantine episodes. Yes. And, and, and no, but this was after I got back to my parents' house. She was oh, right. still, she was right. still there. Right. And there was a whole thing where, because she had had this abdominal surgery, which worked out way better than we thought it was going to, but still was serious surgery. Uh, there needed to be some adjustments made to various things around the house in terms of making them easier and more convenient to use. And one of the things was that I guess in my parents' bathroom, there was a rail next to the toilet to make it easier for them to get up and down when they're using the toilet. And there was another bathroom that they wanted to put another rail in so that that would be a functional bathroom as well. (laughs) And so... Home, de- Home Depot project. So, but this is where I'm saying I'm trying to empathize with Jamie, except I was not 11. I was 53 at the time when this happened, this conversation happened <laughs> is my father is on the phone on speakerphone with my mother and 
talking about getting this installed and we're going to install this railing and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, well, how, who's going to do it? How are we going to do it? And, you know, well, we can get, and they were talking about one of my brothers coming over. Well, he has this thing and we need it done right away and whatever. And my father goes, well, Sean can install it. I mean, he's here, he can do it. And my my mother goes, I don't think Sean has that in his skill set. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. You know, right. uh, <laughs> watch a tutorial show. Yeah. And I was like, God, that is so, that is so gauche, you know, I just felt so that. Did you do it? Yeah. Yeah. It's in there now. And I did it, but you know, Hey, you showed uh, her. Yeah. It, it really, it really cut me. You know what I mean? Like I was like, how could it not? How could it not? Really? I don't have that in my skill set. Interesting. You know? Hey, like, did you tell her when you fixed the pipe in your kitchen? I also you drained, was like, you drained. I, I, I don't think I yourself. did. I should have. <laughs> but I, but I also was like, in the kitchen, you know. And I was like, you know, I think I did. Amber. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Uh, just to, just to finish that up, I think I was like, you, you know, that I can hear you, that this is on speakerphone right now. Right. And she was like, well, I just don't think that's something you can do. Like there was no, <laughs> there was no apology. There, there, there was nothing like there was, that was just how she felt, you know? Um, so anyway, that was funny. Hey, Amber. Hello. How are you? Okay. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> Well, now that Amber's here, I feel like this is a good time to take a quick break. And uh, you're glowing. You're glowing, by the way. It, no, yeah. it's a beautiful. There's a beautiful '70s kind of yeah really ambiance going, and a tiki bar kind of a uh, aesthetic. All right, we'll be back in a minute with more of the Long Shot Podcast. Bye. <laughs> that wasn't that it was it was right there anyway amber the shortest appearance ever all right what if, we'll be what if we just end week? the episode there <laughs> i'll be right back i'm sorry i just have to pee hi amber hi John, I am uh, driving right now, so this might sound a little bit different from usual. Uh, hopefully a lot different from usual, because Buicks are not known for their audio hookups. But if you're listening to this, please rate and subscribe. And do us a favor, tell somebody about the show. Tell one person... And if they tell one person, and that person tells one person, and so on, and so on, and so on, in no time we will have infected the world. We'll make that our new slogan, the long shot, slowly infecting the world. Maybe this is a bad time to have that as a slogan. All right, now back to our regularly scheduled program. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast 
So far, we have checked in with Jamie. Amber has just We've grown. appeared out of nowhere. Uh, so why don't we do this? Because he's been sitting here so patiently all this time, uh, uh, waiting to you know participate in the... Let's go now to Amber checking in. What's going on? Yeah, uh, I've got a lot. I, I am... Um... Why I'm late is um, a couple days ago, it was one of my best friend's 40th birthdays, and um, she, three weeks ago, a month ago, was sort of clearly freaking out about it on a lot of levels. The fact that it's still a (laughs) pandemic, the fact that she just wasn't a big one. She wasn't in a good place about it. Mm-hmm. So we decided as a friend group, I'm trying to not, I'm, I move too much when I talk, but I'm trying not to like blind you with this. It's okay. Thing. It's okay. Um, we decided. I'm so hesitant to even talk about this. Cause it's like, it's what we've talked about. I I'm a huge hypocrite. We decided to have a party. Um, we, it was you know, 10 of us in a, in a backyard wearing masks and we stayed far apart um and socially distant socially distant but also (laughs) i that's where i just came from and i thought that i was gonna freak out and leave earlier that's why i didn't say i could miss today but then i looked at the time and i was like oh i'm still at the party um i might not join the podcast in time (laughs) um but uh talking to people at the party I'm the last person in America to get vaccinated. I, I felt like a huge fucking loser. Like I, like Jeff and I was like, are we the lamest people alive? Has everyone else gotten vaccinated? Like uh-huh. I, it really felt like we're not the cool kids for not getting vaccinated. Anyway, um, it, it, it was great to see everyone. It was very overwhelming um, on a lot of levels. And for the record, it, it, you and Jeff do want to get vaccinated. Yeah, we have an appointment for the 15th. <laughs> it's just like I... I is any new listeners to the show. <laughs> it just feels like at the time, having an appointment on the 15th felt like good. We're and getting it done. Like, yeah. yeah, now it's like, I guess we're it felt uh, like we're dorks would you, for not hi, having hi, it's the, hi, it's the CDC. Would you feel like coming on the 14th? Just wondering. <laughs> you losers. Uh, we don't want to bother you. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and I was like, oh, that's also why everyone was okay having this party. I'm the only one here not back. Well, that's that's weird that they didn't disclose that. But. Well, I mean, I, I knew I, I knew I I pieced it together because I knew some of my friends, but I I didn't think I would. Jeff and I would be really, I think, the only ones. Not mm-hmm. I, I do think that there's something particular to LA as well with with a vaccination rule, and that our city has some giant, well, and some you have giant to be like ones sneaky. that are well, no, but they have. I was going to say like the Dodger Stadium site has been vaccinating so many people. Like they're actually doing pretty well. Like it's there are a lot of people in LA getting vaccinated right now. Like that's actually <laughs> that's a good, a really good thing. And because there are some really huge sites, I think a lot of I've seen a lot of people are doing the drive up, like drive up places. And I think they're just processing them fast enough, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And so today, it, Amber is even a bigger dork. Yeah. I'm <laughs> what a fucking loser <laughs> Amber is. Um, That's not what I meant. 
No, I'm feeling that on a lot of levels. <laughs> I'm, 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 it's been a day. I, uh, my friend whose birthday it was is gluten intolerant, dairy intolerant, and soy intolerant. And I found <laughs> a bakery. That- sounds, sounds fun. <laughs> Nightmare. For the, the, they do love all the races. They <laughs> <laughs> found a bakery that makes cupcakes. That are soy free, gluten free. It's just an empty bag. Taste <laughs> free. No, they were really good. They were really good. Oh. But the thing is, I ordered them a while ago because I was trying, I knew that this was going to be an overwhelming day on a lot of levels. So I was trying to get as much taken care of ahead of time so that I can be centered. Um, so I ordered the cupcakes like a, a few weeks ago to be able to pick up today at 11 a.m. But the baker... It's good to order them a couple weeks ahead of time because that gives them plenty of time to not buy the soy, not buy the dairy, and not buy the gluten. Right. I um, So I went to pick them up this morning, and I was like, Jeff, <laughs> would you like to go with me to pick up these cupcakes? <laughs> and he said, no, I'm busy. And I was like, uh-oh, that's not what I had um, <clears throat> planned for. And... <laughs> I've probably driven a car. Oh boy. Five times in the last year. Right. Um, and I had to drive to Larchmont on a Saturday before Easter. So it was like babies and puppies like crossing the road, like da, 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 da. no parking to be found. I'm 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 making it sound funny. I had a full-on panic attack. I had to pull over into one of the residential streets, and I was shaking and crying. Um, and I also was like giving myself – it was like I was also laughing at myself because I've been really like working on my self-esteem, and I feel like I'm kicking ass. <laughs> and then it's like my Achilles heel <laughs> is driving. Like I can't. By the way, the two things we talked about extensively before you got here, Uh self-esteem and driving. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm on theme. I'm on theme. But um, so I came home like with the box of cupcakes, like hysterically crying. (laughs) And Jeff was like, what's happening now? And um, Amber, Amber, the babies, the driving. (laughs) Where where there cup, where admit it, where there's some cupcake crumbs around. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't bust into the cupcakes. But um. But yeah, I it's it's tough. And Jeff was sweet and wonderful, and he made the really good points. He's like, you've, it's like you've been living in a bunker or on a farm for a year, and then he was like, I wouldn't drive to Larchmont on a Saturday right now. Like, you gotta baby step this stuff. You gotta right. do anything outside. Amber is like Ugh. anybody's Achilles heel right now. It's just outside, and that what does that mean? Is it going to be two people at a park? Or is it going to be, we mentioned Frank, Franklin Avenue, you know, the restaurants on Franklin mm-hmm. Avenue and people take videos of like, where am I going to have to walk by 40 people eating and drinking without masks right. on? It's like, right. or drive by. I mean, I and think then, that's more, you know, yeah. <laughs> then the party was great. And I got to see like my friend Whitney had a baby right after Christmas and I got to see her baby for the first time. And um, I know Whitney. Yeah. She's great. And so like it was, <laughs> the, 
The party. I don't. I don't know Whitney. I know Whitney's baby, and I don't know how (laughs) that's happened. Yeah. Um. It was great, and I was glad. I I spent most of the week actually having severe anxiety about this party. Shocking. And 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 um, and saying like maybe we shouldn't even go. I don't want to be those assholes that start having parties before it's time to start having parties, and Mm. and being a huge hypocrite. Anyway, I'm glad we did it. Um, it was really fun and, but I'm exhausted between like having a panic attack on Larchmont and then seeing people for the first time. And then I ran in, peed, and then came on this podcast. So, um, it's a lot. Just, I'm gonna, just even going to nap after this, <laughs> just even going to a gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free bakery is exhausting, you know? Totally. Well, not, and they... not to mention on top of everything else. <laughs> right. I think I've been the... there by the way. You have. I, think I, know, I know the bakery. They're good. It's Aaron something. Well, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, I've been to a bakery that has like, a lot of vegan options. I bet there's two. I would it might do, be. I think there's seven bakeries on large. <laughs> I would do. The, it's all bakeries. It's like a bakery district. And um, dentists. There's a lot of dentists uh-huh. on large month. I would do the uh, makes dad sense. Joke. They go together. Mm-hmm. The they dad feed joke each other. Well, on. one feeds one. <laughs> yeah, not the gluten. Not the. Not the. That one doesn't. Help the dentist. Sorry, go ahead, Joe. No, I, it's a dumb dad joke. I was just gonna say, <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'd be, I'd go like, is the it, can is the cupcake free? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it was a really good cupcake, and it was a hit. Um, oh, I thought you were about to say that was a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not gonna say that. <laughs> it's a really no, good joke. No, it was a hit with the podcast. So I guess I did a very quick check again because, um, but we could dive deeper into any of those topics if you need me to. I feel like I. Did you play any games at the party? No, no. no. There uh, wasn't like a limbo contest or a key party, <laughs> nothing like we, that. We, we did a quick 20 minute session of seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but safe. <laughs> Were people so you said mostly everybody there was vaccinated, right? I felt like everyone we talked about, they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been vaccinated for like a few weeks now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but so were they like just, I mean, you said you said masks and social distancing, yeah, everyone was wearing masks, everyone, everyone was still, um, it's in a, I feel like we're in a weird area because I don't, I honestly don't know what the protocols for all that stuff etiquette well i think it's because we aren't vaccinated that everyone has to be i don't know i don't know because if there's like one couple there who's not vaccinated then yeah we're who ruined the whole thing but Uh i think also some of them they were all in different places but some of them had been vaccinated like two days before so they're they don't have like the full immunity but technically I mean, my shot is still two weeks away. Like it feels, I, that feels, I so feel long. way behind. <laughs> right. Um, Did you get yours, Joe? I have an appointment. I have an appointment. So look. Awesome. In May? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saving it for my chicken. Oh, I'm, I'm saving oh, it. Oh, okay. But it, it was a disco theme. That's why I'm dressed like this. Hey, that's great. That's a great. I thought yeah. that was just how you dress. For listeners, it's off the. Sh- what it's a set that's seventy style, like off the shoulder. Uh-huh. 
It looks like you uh, Three's Company, like you're going to the thank Regal Thank you, Beagle. thank you. Yeah. It was it was Lampy's birthday, and she's a Three's Company kind of gal. Um, That's great. I wore shoes. <laughs> which, oh. <laughs> Kudos. Kudos. Wow, so friend. sad. We all sound like prisoners of war. But I was like, it's so weird. to I wear the same walking shoes every day if I wear shoes. I, I don't think we've ever had better check-ins in the history and, of <laughs> I put on like I bought a pair of cute shoes at the beginning of 2020 that I have never worn. So I was like, I'm wearing these cute shoes. And I spent the whole day walking around <laughs> being like, wearing shoes is weird. <laughs> anyway, I'm not stoned. I'm just tired. <laughs> I had uh, the light drunk. flare, the light flare behind you would say differently. <laughs> <laughs> it's very one of, stylish. One of my brothers uh w- who does not live around here came by this week with his family. So there was a bunch of them here, a bunch of like my nieces and nephews and whatever. And, you know, a lot of the time we were outside. Sometimes some people were inside, different people are in different stages of vaccination. It was all very Mm -hmm. uh, um, nerve wracking to me, but I think everybody was pretty much doing exactly what they were supposed to do. But the reason I mentioned it is because I had jeans on and my parents made it very clear that my nieces and nephews were very, very (laughs) (laughs) same, 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 same. Uh No, my, my parents made it very clear that my nieces and nephews were very fortunate because my parents have only seen me in pajamas for two Ah. months, you know? Um, and just as a side note, did that one cut too, Sean? No, that one I was fine with. I was like, yeah, I ain't putting no pants on for you guys. Uh, but the, uh, the the side note to that, my nephews. So I, let's see how many of them were here, like six of them. So wow, three 14 year olds, that's a brood, a 13 year old, a 12 year old and a 10 year old or something like that. I can't remember. It's like a squad. They have discovered that I am on they all have phones so they've discovered that i am on google so they spent a half an hour reading back to me things they found about me on google like oh you were in this huh you played this guy in this what were you in this thing oh my god Um, did you like it or did you not you want to talk about a man questioning his choices in life uh because you played having 13 year olds play back your career sean you were the monk you were a monk i don't think they even found that one that That one's still to be discovered but i was i was they were very excited (laughs) one of them was very excited because he was like there was a baseball player who was number one, Sean Connery on Google for a while, but Uncle Sean's back to number one. Hey, Hell we're, yeah. ce- we're oh, celebrating. Yeah. We're celebrating. <laughs> well, if we are celebrating, just know that I am gluten-free, dairy-free, <laughs> soy-free, fun-free, and filler-free. Uh, Food-free. Anyway, so, yeah, so you had a good time at this party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, it felt... Um, I don't know if it will progress to feeling less safe because it's only the vaccinated people left. But I mean, everyone was wearing masks unless they were eating and drinking and they were doing that at their like assigned blanket or seat. And everyone stayed, even when we were wearing masks, we stayed a distance apart. It is so weird though. Um, Amber, 
all of the people. It's the first time I've seen them in a year, and you want to like hug them. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, hello, it's good bizarre. day, sir. Like mm-hmm. it feels very strange. Everyone's becoming has to become like daintier. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Amber, I had one specific question. So was it all an external, uh, an outside Oh, yeah, we weren't even allowed in to use the bathroom. So there wasn't like an indoor component. Uh-uh. I think that's the biggest factor. I mean... That's why I left. I had to pee real time. If, the, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, commercials We played Twister, be... but everybody was on their <laughs> own mat. Commercials, I think the, <clears throat> the American advertising industry has to be somewhat responsible. That sounds ridiculous anyway, but... They, if I see whatever a party looks like in what one of those, what the fuck are you saying? No, what I, is going on? <laughs> whatever a party looks like in a commercial now, of like people on in a yard and they're masked and they're like having fun and running around and stuff. That's what I think is acceptable. Is like if you throw a party, it's that it's outside and that everyone's masked and you keep some distance, you know, and you try. It's not a big party and it's not a rager. Mm-hmm. Every other day, I'm hearing. And this is addressed day. to the American Commercial Association. I'm I just haven't saying seen that commercially. No, I'm just saying that if the <laughs> way they, it sounds good. the way they <laughs> present, the way commercials present a party, is probably the way you should throw it. I think that's not true because I've seen watching basketball games like there's big parties. <laughs> there's like commercials that are like definitely not. Oh well, not promoting those are like, but those are like in an alternate universe now or something. Because I don't think you should make a commercial without showing people wearing. I agree. I agree. Dear American Commercial Association, (laughs) first of all, I am confused as to why I could not find any address for you. (laughs) Second of all, where am I sending this? You are not a real association. So far, the American Cardiologist Association has not returned my letters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm glad you had fun. That sounds like... <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was late, y'all. Hey, you saw a baby. Wor- no, no, it was worth the driving to get to the party. <sighs> you saw you know? a baby, and you had good cupcakes. It's... Was the baby people. adhering to American Commercial Association guidelines? <laughs> the baby wasn't wearing a mask and the baby did not know what the fuck was going on i think under two you're allowed to not wear a mask, yeah this baby right? was like three months old yeah I'll, like the there was and they didn't things. know what the fuck was going on no i was like you're an idiot <laughs> but it was playing the piano but not singing <laughs> but oh yeah all these babies it's like the most people they've ever seen also mm-hmm. it was a nice day in la today wasn't it beautiful there you go So nice there you go are you I in i would are you know. in la joe yeah. That was a weird thing to say then. <laughs> I just don't see the outside that much. I don't see the outside that much. I peek out through the window every now and then. I like that the dynamic has changed on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie piling on. Yeah, Jamie's one of the bullies with us. <laughs> cool. 75 cents to Joe from Jamie. I could get uh, used to this. Look, you, you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the bully. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Joe getting his oh, ass kicked. Oh, boy. Jeez. Let's find out when what's a man going is on with down. Joe. Joe, checking in. <laughs> when a man is down. 
Uh, well, first of all, it's good to be back. I really lamented not being able to make the last recording. Um, and that be was because, um, as my fellow hosts know, because I emailed them, but I had a week of a persistent um, head pain yeah. that just it wouldn't really go away. It ebbed, but it never went away. It and never I have flowed. never... I never, it never flowed. And, um, ebbing is by the way, when it goes away, just FYI, it just flowed. Um, it, 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 it was the kind of thing that I, I'm not someone who often gets headaches. Uh, thankfully, uh, I feel very lucky that way. Um, Let's just say the tide kept going out, and but never it never came, came in, <laughs> never came back in. Um, it, as far as my headaches. <laughs> it, it would it it would subside because I, I the first night I said I can't just I'm the kind of person who's just like walk it off but more like sleep it off you know just like ignore it uh, which is not a healthy thing and then sleepwalk it off why not sleepwalk it off and take pop a couple Ambien but see I'm not a pop I don't like popping anything except that ass but what I finally broke down and was like <laughs> I gotta order. Uh, Jamie, jump order. in. Get on that. Hey, Come on. Pop that ass. Is that a? a I'll I'll place? I'll Urban Dictionary later. <laughs> um, so I ordered uh, ibuprofen, and I I I I'm one of those people just takes well, like most people. But I just look at the thing, and I'm like, that's what you're supposed to take. I look at the bottle, look at the instructions. That's what you're supposed to take. You don't take more. Wait, wait, wait. That. You follow directions. On I the follow bottle? directions. However, there you're are one people, of those people, huh? <laughs> there are other people who know that sometimes you have to take, especially when it comes to pain relievers, you have to take maybe one or two more. And Depends so, pain, yeah. I started the first couple of days. I was just taking two ibuprofen, but I was taking it through the day because it was just. I think that's in the directions too, by the way. You're not supposed to take it more than once every four to six hours. Two every well, four to six. I was following the instructions. I was following. 47 hours, 72 hours. Call See a doctor. doctor. Yeah. See yeah. a doctor. I went to Google. You guys know how I look. I'm one of those people. I follow the directions, but only the way I the want to half. and only yeah. some of them. Yeah. Well, if it's not working, here's the thing. The first couple of days, the two, the, the two pills, which was 400 milligrams, was not really working. And again, it was really incapacitating me. I mean, I just couldn't focus. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't think. I just was like this. It was just, it I, like a migraine? Was it a tension headache? It wasn't. I, at first, I, I like I told you, I mentioned to you guys, I thought it was tension headaches because last the week before that recording was a terrible week and it was a terrible week in LA and it was a terrible week in so many ways. And, and I just thought, wow, I'm really stressing out. These are tension mm -hmm. headaches. And then I go online and I start to try to read as much about headaches as I can. And I found one, one thing my doctor always says, by the way, when I go to see the doctor, the doctor says, you shouldn't even mostly come to me. You should just read things online. That's the you best can way. Educate yourself. You that's can, the best way to reassure yourself. Well, you know? And I can have reach heard, some. You have a headache. Knowledge. Yeah. Just look at screens. Like just. Yeah. yeah. That's another part of it. Yeah. Looking. That will help. <laughs> Guys, I did temper my Jamie. Come on. Usage. Jump you gotta on do one, Jamie. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jamie. We'll take it. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> um, the worst, the worst bully, but he's still really good at it. Hey, <laughs> you give, you're giving me a headache, you Damn. fucker. Um, I he doesn't even know what they're talking about. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Every time he's the golden one. What? What? <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> As I tried to get information, I learned about. Uh, a head pain it's technically not even a headache but it's a head pain where the pain comes from the muscles in your neck mm-hmm. and the, like this was the neck i was pain. trying to solve over the week before the this recording. is not a pain in your neck it's a it's a pain in your head that comes from the muscles in your neck from the muscles in your neck and the bones and the and and the anyway and the joints the ligaments. and and the ligaments and the and the blood Tendons. and the vessels and corpuscles, I think, as well, are in there. And uh, osmosis, Jones. And <laughs> and I found so I found that there's and 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 again, it is self-diagnosing. I'm not I'm not advocating that, um, but it helped me understand that I think what had happened is is that after a year of essentially being on my couch, I fucked up my neck from sleeping on it so often and putting my neck on a pillow against the armrest Mm. and putting my neck at too much of an angle. And because I, the second day of the headaches, I felt pain in my neck. I felt twinging in my neck and sometimes it's hard to turn. And the pain in your neck have been due to something in your head. Well, I the stress like could wasn't it be like a it. vice versa thing? Like the pain in your head is from your neck, the neck in your pain is your. The yeah. stress wasn't helping it, but I just did think I I had an epiphany, Jamie, where and I think a lot. I'm saying this out loud to remind anyone if you're in a similar boat. The you have been essentially doing a certain routine for a year, and there are probably there may be some physical positionings of how you've been doing things that can affect your body. And that week it was my neck telling me you can't keep sleeping like that. It's fucking up your neck. And now we're making you have this headache pain. And it was really, really unsettling. I just was like, that's why I really was trying to figure out like, where's, I don't, I don't like when my neck tells me anything about anything. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to it and I started the last. So the week after, I started doing neck stretching exercises in the morning. I repositioned the pillow. I've been sleeping on the bed. Um, and after a week of making changes, it's gotten much better. Much, so I, it's been a huge relief. That's great. A huge relief. But Now, yes. is any of that possibly because of your overdosing on painkillers? I have not, I don't think I've overdosed. I have read more into the ibuprofen thing and granted much, most of it is just like, try not to have it on an empty stomach. Cause it can actually, then it can do a little more damage to your stomach and stomach lining and stuff. But it, it, it I, I have only taken, I, I, I went up to 800 milligrams four pills. And that was because a friend of the show reached out and said, I have had these headaches too. And it's from the same thing. It's from this muscle pain and muscle problems. And I take 800 and that's what it, and that's what it does. And I started doing it. 
And it really, really helped. It was enough that I had to take that much for it to really have an effect. Can I just say that in my head, I was going, wait, how could a friend of the show reach out to Joe when Joe wasn't on the episode because the head was bothering him. And right as I said that, Aaron was like, that's me in the chat. So it all made sense. Yeah, We're solving all kinds of mysteries today. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to say, use this opportunity to to thank you all. um, Oh, here we go. For um, I had a really a lot of fun today. Um, Amber, it's good to see you, Joe, Sean, Jamie. I'm not uh, going to say I'm happy. Uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, Jamie. I, I was going to say I, I, I'm not. I'm not really that sad about you leaving the show at this point. Um, you've really been ganging up on me, and uh, <laughs> I love it. It's I think great. It's been very. It's been very hurtful, and it's cut me quite deep. All right, I, I have a great well. show. Um, yeah, a screening. Love you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love See you. you. Come back soon. Love the D tip. Uh, so go ahead, Joe. What else? Uh, so, as life is, though, um, you think, oh, so after a week of actually doing some conscious changes to uh, to mitigate and to help, really help this pain subside, and it did. It really did. My head has been fine for like the last few days now. I'm still tense as ever, but I I don't have what feels like, you know, in the cartoons when they would do like somebody with a toothache, they'd do the big sheet tied around their head. I felt like I had one of those, but with an anvil on the top of my head. That's just what it felt like. It just felt like this overall pressure and tension and it starts to go away. And then about a day later, I start getting tooth pain like gum come on pain. man <clears throat> gum pain right around here and that's the that's been the most that was the last week where i was like hey i'm okay and boy did it really shit it really shook me to be to feel ill i have not felt that during mm-hmm. the pandemic and that really spun me out i felt very vulnerable and very nervous about it all and i kept trying to get through each day like try this, do this, this should hopefully make it better, take more hot showers, you know, it just, I, but then now I have this going and. I swear we should be sponsored by the American Dental Association. The ADA? Yeah. <laughs> we, Let me write a letter to them. We, we are. By the way, I think that you should know that a lot of time. my understanding is that tooth pain mm can be a result of stuff going on in your in your arms and fingers yeah um that's what the internet tells me so you know the good news is i have scheduled an appointment for my first vaccination shot sorry amber it's before i already knew that i'm not going to applaud because i knew that from a few minutes ago but yes go ahead when is it i it is this tuesday uh this coming tuesday 10 a.m it is at a Rite Aid. Um, which one? Meet me, if you want to meet me there for autographs. Yeah, which it's one? It's at a Rite Aid <laughs> on 5th and Broadway in downtown oh, I know that Los one. Angeles. Yeah, it's right on the corner. I'm sure you've walked by it many times, Sean. It's, many, many times. It is a busy, as Sean Not far place. from the, what's the name of that bookstore there? The, the last, the last, the last, book last bookstore. The last bookstore. I was going to say the world's oldest bookstore. <laughs> the, 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 the dustiest bookstores in The town. end of the road bookstore. Um, yeah. the, Sean can attest to this then. It is, it is not a... Um, 
sparsely populated area. It is a busy downtown bustling. intersection, bustling. The nickel. And that the right, nickel. That Rite Aid gets a lot of traffic. And so, Amber, I mentioned at the beginning, I, I listened to last week's episode. Sean, for, for the record, I don't think you're a pussy for leaving the cafe. You should no. never think of yourself as a pussy. I think... I, well, what that's I've easy trying... for you to say, but you don't hear the voices <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Jamie Flam yelling, fuck you, dude. <laughs> um, I I don't think not being a pussy is in your skill set. I, <laughs> I, I feel like I've been trying to remind myself I'm not a pussy. It's just that some people are a little bit more of a gambler than I am. Mm. That's what they do. And that's on them. And like the anxiety that i have coming up about going into the outside is going to i want to go on monday morning just to check it out i want to go there around 10 8 my appointments to scope it i want to do a little reconnaissance you're tuesday at 10 and you want to go monday at nine i want to go monday at around early that's early for the appointment i want to go around 10 to see what it's like because None of the websites. Okay, so this guy's gonna be here. <laughs> I'm well, taking, I guess I'm taking what... like old school spy photographs with my camera. Yeah. <laughs> what? 9:54 p.m. Man in raincoat walks by, suspicious. <laughs> what are yes, you gonna Amber. do with that information? Uh, it's for my peace of mind. It's gotcha. for it's for, for your a, anxiety. It's for a what 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 will I be walking into? And even can if I can I can I, can I present a scenario and just say like. I don't know if it's a good idea because you're saying it's for your peace of mind, but all you have to lose is your peace of mind. You know, like what if you go there? Cause you're right. I mean, look, I could look, just convince myself it'll be fine. Yeah. And, not and, go. and, and, or, or that you'll be able to deal with whatever happens either way. Uh, because look, let's be honest. Fifth is fifth. They call it the nickel. The nickel is <laughs> a well-known uh, drug bazaar. Number one. And is highly populated with people who are uh, unhoused on a regular basis. So most of them correct carry their stuff with them all the time. There's always people walking around with large bags of stuff, and and you know. So let's say that two of those people are there on Monday morning. At you, you show up at nine forty. You're taking notes. You're like, I see, you know. <laughs> 947 two people it doesn't even have to be those it could be anybody two two men show up and they bump into each other on the street and, and you know it it's kind of, it looks like stuff is about to pop that ass you know and oh my goodness <laughs> This is no, a no, no. Gritty, I mean, this is a, a gritty corner. <laughs> in a negative, I don't know what that means, but in my in my mind, it means things are about to heat up. They're about to get. They're about to fight. These guys are about to fight. And one up. guy, so one guy twists the other guy's nose, which is a traditional way. Oh, I thought he was going to give him a. a he twists his nose. He goes, one. "I twist your nose, sir." And the other guy goes, "I challenge." You. He takes off one glove and he slaps the guy across the face and says, "I challenge you." To a right. duel to the death. Meet me back here tomorrow at 10 a.m. with seconds, and one of us will walk away, and one of us will never see the light of day again. So now probably you know fingerless there's gloves gonna too, be, by the way. Whatever the case. Now you know there's gonna be there's gonna be 
a duel fought there the following day. Does that change your plan? Yes, it does. I would you go back and reschedule your appointment. Yes. If there is a duel happening in front of the Rite Aid at at Fifth and Broadway Mm -hmm. uh, before my vaccination appointment uh, right now, today on the podcast, I do say that I will not go in. Ahead of time. Yes. You're just going to show up day of. No, I won't go. No, he's I saying won't go. he won't go if he knows. I'll reschedule. I will okay. reschedule. Because here's the other scenario. Is you don't go to scout the location, which you've been by a million times. You know what it looks I like. Do. I have you a do. sense of it. Yes. It's not going to change your sense inside. of it. Right. It's not going to change your sense of it. It's just going to make you more anxious if you go there the day ahead of time. Now, Counter- what happens if you show up the day of, right? Again, it's 9.54. You arrive. Take a right. Take a right here. You arrive to the dad. shop, right? What's it called? The Rite Aid? CVS? It's a Rite Aid. Um, you get there. There's two guys. Each of them has a guy behind them. So four guys. The two guys in front are face-to-face. The guys behind them each are holding a box. This is a big problem. They open the box. Each of them pulls out a pistol. They stand back to back and they. Are they like flower boxes, like the long ones? No, they're like wooden boxes that you keep a pistol in. So they pull the pistol. Oh, oh, velvet lined. Thank you. Yes. Gotcha. Period. Okay. Um. So they each pull out and they, and a guy drops his handkerchief and they each take ten steps in opposite directions. You have to walk between them to go into the <laughs> to go into the drugstore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, obviously I'm going to be curious. Obviously, I'm going to be curious. Are you going to go in or are you going to reschedule? I think I think that I honestly because these guys have they, they have three more steps to go, and you have to decide right then. Right. They're going to turn around and you know what's going to happen. They're going to shoot at each other. One of them might, because it's all about you have one shot. Like you mm-hmm. don't get a M&M, so one, of them, M&M. one of them might, might just be the guy who's like, I don't want to kill this man. He is my friend. And I know things have escalated between us. They've gotten way out of control, but I do not want to kill this man. So he's going to fire straight up into the air and the other guy has to draw a bead on him. Sean, if this happens, so Joe, what would you do? Just answer the question. Ha- are you going to reschedule? <laughs> this is your new, your new network show. <laughs> We're revamping. What would you do? There's duels happening in front of uh, drugstores. Um, I, I'm going to say this. Um <clears throat> I've never seen a duel like that before in my life. If that's happening, the way you've described it now, if it happens guess, like that, yeah. if that happens Monday morning, first of all, mm. I will text you guys. Thank you. Mm. I, I will like, immediately. I feel like videotape if possible. I will try to video it. World star. Happens, World star. <laughs> I will stay. I, here's my decision. I will stay and watch. I want to hey, see who did you wins. see that duel on World Star it was amazing. <laughs> But I will reschedule. Which one? (laughs) 
Are you talking about the rapier duel or the? <laughs> no, it was the pistols. The pistols. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I hope that doesn't happen. But my appointment is on Tuesday at 10 a.m. And I think that I will be okay. But I'm just going through the last few days of preparing myself mentally to go outside and to be in a situation I haven't been in and to sit there inside for what will be the 15 to 20 minutes that they say you have to sit at the place where you are vaccinated so that they can monitor you for that. And I'm like, I actually saw someone's picture online from a... Uh, online or in line? Online, in, online from where they were sitting in a CVS, having just been vaccinated. They were sitting. It looked like they were in the middle of the card aisle, um, which maybe is their waiting area. That's the thing, Sean. I'm not. I think the reason why I want to go is because I just want to see what the setup is. I kind of just want to get an idea of what the setup is, where they're doing the vaccinations, where they're having the waiting area, where they have the sitting after area. I just want to get a lay of the land. And so that I, so I feel like when I go in Tuesday morning, I'm prepared. I feel prepared. And I can, you I feel navigate. like it's possible that if you don't I'll navigate it ahead of time, right. You you'll go in without having seen it on Monday, you'll go in on Tuesday and they'll be like, no, 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 sir. That's the sitting after area. Get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> they take me down. Right. Um, um, I just, I just want to, I just want to feel like I, navigate it as smoothly as i can from guy us. comes in he's just wandering all over the place he's knocking shit over he's like i'm like dude did you not come the day before to see where you were supposed to go <laughs> and aaron is right i will be double triple quadruple masked scarf foam double foam probably i'm just you know this is a big this is the big one for me i i've been actually really dealing with what's so fucking annoying which is anxiety coming from doing the right thing from doing a thing that you know you need to do and um but i'm i want to do it i want to do it as soon as i can and i you know i if anyone still hasn't looked it up my uh findmyvax.com is a good site that i used um i looked at some of the city stuff uh but you know i just i like amber that's the thing i feel wait, wait, like wait. what are you saying find my what city stuff were you looking find, at find find I looked at some of the Los Angeles listings for vaccination sites, but I also used a site called findmyvax.com, which was helpful. Um, it tells you how and many. you know that's real? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a verified account. Um, I wasn't catfished. I wasn't catfished <laughs> by a vaccination. No, no, no. This makes me feel like it would be a good idea to go just to even make sure that there's a, there's a drug mart there or whatever it's called, you know? <laughs> Like that, there's not just a van that says "get in for shots." Is the duel was the there duel hasn't over drugs here for fifty years? <laughs> was the is the duel over drug turf? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just because somebody looked at somebody the wrong way. Uh, so, yeah. So that's it. That's I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. And I think it's so funny when we. I mean, starting from where you you know we're we're coming amber of like feeling like i'm the one not vaccinated it this as as f former host and friend of the show eddie pepitone likes to say not to come at and this feels like one of the ultimate not to come at right now which is i'm vaccinated or i've got at least my first shot or i'm on the road to being vaccinated and it's like i think some people 
I appreciate all the photos people are posting online and I think that's good. And, but I can also recognize that some people are, are being more private about it, you know? Um, but I sure as hell, I'm happy that I've got my first appointment coming up. So yeah, yeah I, it's, I, it's definitely good. I get that you have anxiety, but I also know that everything will be fine. And right. unless two guys bump into each other, <laughs> You know, if you believe in that whole parallel universes thing, that is happening in a universe. Do you think that anything could change your mind about going when you go tomorrow? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Monday. I thought you were trying to talk him out of getting a vaccine. No, no, no. no, so no. What are you doing now? <laughs> Do you really think this is a good idea? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think, you know, some of this. Could be hype. Have you could read be hype. Mom, yeah. Gloria, I canceled uh, my appointment. My my friend bullied me into not getting the vaccine. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying when you go on Monday, is there anything the that recon. will make you go, this is a bad idea, I'm not going to go. Well, and here's the thing about the recon. There is absolutely no uh, guarantee that tomorrow morning isn't a completely different morning. And, you know, I... It's not what I observed, but that's again, that's those are variables. I'm thinking about just going in. Right. What happens if at the end of the day on Monday they go, guys, we have this place arranged all wrong tomorrow? Wow. Being the sitting after area to the sitting before area, the sitting before area is going to be the vaccine area. And here's the the key. Are don't, the back, put up, not the front. don't put up any signs and don't tell anybody when they come in. They have to have been here before and know exactly where they're going. I will think of I will I will I will be a coach, like Jamie said. I will be a coach for myself. I'll tell myself that I can get through it and it'll be okay. And I'll say a little prayer and get a freaking shot. Love that. If you haven't done it, look it up. Uh, well, congratulations. I think that uh, that's me bullying the listeners. <laughs> I think it's good that you're getting a shot. Uh, I think the reconnaissance is of questionable value, but you know, who am I to, who am I to disagree as, uh, I think it will help me. I think any Lennox me. would say, um, you know, yeah, if it helps you great, uh, just to make yourself feel more comfortable. Like it's a place you've been before i've never seen them vaccinate people i've never seen them vaccinate people i know that um anxiety it's something that i i mean on my drive home from the cupcake shop i was i was like i need to see a psychiatrist like this is real deal anxiety that is paralyzing and what if you went to your psychiatrist's office and as somebody was coming out of the office they were like so I'll see you back here tomorrow at 10 a.m. <laughs> Pistols. <laughs> um, oh, but to 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 Joe's point, I do find um I think that I, I think that I'm someone who has anxiety. <laughs> Last week, Sean, you were saying that you pieced it together that you're someone who doesn't like walnuts and brownies. Mm-hmm. I have pieced it together that I am somebody who has anxiety. And um Oddly enough, spending a year in a pandemic has not helped things um, because there's a lot of uh, activities that I think caused cause, I'll say, present tense stress and anxiety. But I've de- I've developed calluses 
I've mm. done them so much that I'm able to just, um, to just do them. But I've spent so much time not doing them that I feel like I may have regressed. To Joe's point, why I brought this up again is doing things for the first time, like a new location um, and not knowing at all, like what the parking looks like, where the entrance is, how to do it is, does cause more anxiety than if I went the second time. To Sean's point, it does seem like a store that you've been to before. So it isn't exactly that. I see both sides. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> the great debate of tonight's show. <laughs> have you been there? Yes, I have been in there. But I haven't seen them do vaccinations. We'll see how it goes. Um, I just, I, I feel like I did something. I, for all the freaking headache and all the toothaches, what got me through, two things got me through. One is that I did the thing that I was supposed to do. I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to it. And two, uh, I'll jump ahead and announce that uh, my co-writer and I are at 63 pages. Uh, we're very close to finishing. That has been a real lifeline. And um, I'm just, I'm very excited. We're very excited about just feeling the achievement of just fucking writing the thing, the first draft done. It's, it's real. So, so I tried to pick up the week and it's, it's felt, it's felt better. And I was really looking forward to being back on the show. And I, and I loved watching, I loved watching you guys last week because all the anxiety that you guys were talking Amber, I really was like talking back to the screen. Like I just was like, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> like ninety percent of what Sean's talking about. The ten percent, I don't. The other are the weird wordplay jokes. But the the ninety percent of like <laughs> the ninety percent of are like, you talking about when I did? Yeah. Well, the, the I don't want to. I don't. I, it doesn't. Sean's, it's not okay. Sean's well, new, go ahead, Joe. Sean's new cinematic entrepreneurial ventures, the plans, all that stuff is where I'm trying to be at with this script and with my with my co-writer and like looking ahead and like how to build a, a pitch deck for this script and you know which is a, a tool used to help pitch ideas and oh thanks Joe thanks I'm so much for anyone not familiar not is. familiar with the process I've been trying Mr. to really Hollywood keep thinking ahead of whatever it is that is has to get you to that goal and so and learning more stuff along the way. I've never, I've never put one of those together, but I've started Thanks for to... telling me what a pitch deck is. William Goldman, the king of Hollywood. <laughs> Here comes the glove slap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's where I'm at. So that's how many pages you have. You have 63 pages. Does that mean you don't uh, have a parting shot now? No, I do have a parting shot, and oh, I'm so okay. glad Amber is here for it. Oh boy. <laughs> uh all right. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> you get a dog. Uh here we go. It is time for a segment on the show that we like to call parting shots. So let's start today. Why don't we start right where we left off with Joe? All right. I have one fun one and one serious one. The serious one is I Amber has mentioned you've you've uh taken these like um de-escalation like mm -hmm. seminars or that kind of stuff right some of that stuff and i i saw a friend on a on a twitch show on a streaming twitch show talk about attending something like that something uh, one of these kind of programs or you know educational seminars about de-escalation techniques and how to deal with people and 
crisis situations and stuff. Uh, or be or step in, you know, how do you how do you bring yourself to step into escalate way into a thing? Well, you know, in, in hey, an let's effort ramp to this up, guys, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's party. Did you hear what uh, she just you said? I like to party. Um, I think and, the stakes are higher than you guys are. <laughs> and this oh, guy, shit. this guy said that he learned two prompts from the the program. And I maybe you've heard these. Amber, I don't know. But. The two prompts he said that they were telling them about were asking two questions. One, to one party, what do you need? And to the other party, what do you want? And it, I thought it made a lot of sense. And he actually talked about how he literally, the day after, heard a fight between a couple in front of his apartment complex. And he went in, he, went, he got dressed, he went outside, he you know approached them, used those prompts, diffused the situation, helped the woman. It was a domestic argument, a boyfriend and a girlfriend thing. He helped the woman get a, a car to leave. He helped the guy calm down and just put some distance between them. And I just thought I would like to. I of course I forgot the name of the thing, but it just made. It it's on sound, Twitch, though. You said right? No, this was a friend on Twitch who was talking about it. He he said he was going to put the link in. I forgot to look at it, but. I just reminded me, Amber, of how you you attended something like that. And I think how if you want to look, if you want to start building new skill sets uh, in this era, one of those, I think, is probably how to learn how to be in certain situations that you think you would never find yourself in or didn't put yourself in that you might be able to help. You know, it's interesting because do you it sounds like you might have the tools to actually stop the duel from happening. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What do you need? Why would you, you want to want? stop that though? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the appointment's back on, baby. <laughs> what do you need? I need to shoot this motherfucker in the face. All what right. do you want? I want to shoot this motherfucker in the face. I will. See, can't we just work this out? <laughs> I'm ready to Run in. sit there. Not there. Not there. That's the sitting after place. <laughs> they change everything around. The. Uh, my Do fun, not tell anyone where to go. My quick fun parting shot is oh, God. Um, I got a care package recently from my mother and my aunt. Um, always Love sweet. It. It's very nice. And they included. Okay, we get products. it. You get a lot of care packages and some of them they, you don't get. One I didn't get in seven years that I've lived here. One I didn't get. They, they included some of the products that were given to them in the free grocery bag when they got their first the, vaccination. The carrots? The carrots. They did not share the canned carrots, <laughs> um, but there were a lot of cans. And so they sent me a can of chicken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are the king of this. Are you trying? <laughs> we see it. I could, I, I could see. Yeah, I, I, I could see you making yourself a good chicken chunk bowl. Amber, I didn't. I didn't ask for this. I know, but it is a part of my universe. It's coming back to me. Are you going to use it to make like a chicken salad or something? Um, chicken, I, a chicken I, roast, I just I, I I roasted it up in a pan and I threw in some rice and I, I just had a nice little comfort meal of chicken and rice. But you um, don't have a cat, no. I don't. If you did, you could have just given wait, it to him. But if you don't wait. have one, you might as well eat it yourself. Do I? If you had a I cat, don't... I'd be so pissed at you that we haven't met this cat yet. 
<laughs> I literally muzzle the cat every podcast recording with a little ball, red ball gag. You sit right there. Don't be cute. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that chicken had rib meat, right? So it was not the best chicken. It oh, yeah. Uh, Sean, you want me to show it again? Um, <laughs> I'm good. It does it's have chicken, with, with breast, chicken breast with, with rib, meat. rib meat. With rib meat. With rib meat. It's a great I didn't, not just I didn't the know breast. It's under had the ribs. breast. I didn't know chicken had ribs. What do you, you think was supporting the breast? I never thought of a chicken's ribs. You think that it's just like a you ever bowl have, of meat? Yeah. You ever have <laughs> uh, you ever have spare ribs? What did you think that was? Come on. Are you saying hey, a bird, bird skeleton? Birds have birds bird have skeletons ribs. have ribs. You learn something new every day when you're really stupid. No. Did you ever have uh, did you ever have buffalo ribs? What did you think that was? I've had your, buffalo your dish of the anchor bar and buffalo. <laughs> but a buffalo is not a bird, is it? Buffalo ribs. No, come on, man. Don't fuck with me. Come on, bro. <laughs> World star. Uh, all right. A buffalo is not a bird, is it? <laughs> what else, Joe? Parting shots. <laughs> We're all questioning our sanity at this point. I'm done. I'm done. Parting my oh, okay. I'm done. Uh, parting shots. Let's go next to me. Only because uh, I was thinking about this when Jamie was talking before about being good at basketball and uh, oh man, and so I missed forth. it. Yeah, um, because I was also uh, uh, terrible at basketball when I was a kid, but I was not delusional about it the way that he was. Um, and in fact, you know, I was one of those kids who I always did very well in all my classes, got excellent grades in everything, except for, always all right, one. All right. okay. well, except for always one, there was always one class. Like somehow it always worked out that there was one class that I got a grade in that was not acceptable. I'm not saying I would fail the class. But it was like all A's and one B, and then and it would be right. like different class every year. Yeah, it was never it the same like a, class. It, it was wasn't just, okay. It wasn't like yeah, I struggled with like, this category. No, no, no. It was just always some fucking. Was thing. there a pattern though to the classes? Was if you look at it over the years, it makes a star. <laughs> the grades make us. No, it there was no pattern. To out Q and I. It was a seven-year Q drop. Uh, no, but anyway, in seventh grade, in my gym class, I had a teacher. His name was Al Rendy. And I remember one day he had us all line up and sit. And he, I don't know what he had to do. He had to do something in his office. And he was like, everybody shit here and nobody fucking move while I'm gone. You know, whatever it was. So we were supposed to stay in our spots. And I thought it'd be hilarious because we were like alphabetized or something. And I was like, let's all switch spots so that we're not in the same spot. We're in a different spot. So we all moved around and went to different places. And he was so fucking angry that I had done this. And he took me into his office. Oh, and my father had been a teacher in the Nourishell public school system years before that. He wasn't there anymore. But you know, when I was, you know, probably, well, probably only, you know, seven or eight years before that he had. So, so Mr. Randy was like, Hey, 
Conroy, look, I know your father, okay? And I know your father would not appreciate you thinking it was funny to move around people from alphabet order to different orders. He wouldn't. So, but there was nothing he could do, right? Like there right. was, he, he just wanted to scold me and make sure I knew. Well, there were tests. I, 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 I can't even remember. I'm sure there must have been other ones like how many pull-ups can you do? How many push-ups can you do? How many ropes can you climb? How many? Yeah. Any, any of those things. But one of the tests we took was free throw shooting. We had to stand on the free throw line and you had to shoot 10 free throws. And however many you made in, that was the grade you got. You That's got insane. It's so crazy. <laughs> and I was terrible. I was just not a good I wasn't, I was not good at it. So I missed all my free throws. They call them free throws because they're easy for me. They were not easy. Mm. They were not possible. I'd missed 10 free throws. I got they zero. I was zero for 10. Throws. Well, my report, card. this is seventh 10. grade, seventh grade. You I get my report card. No, didn't fail, but I got a C in gym. And my parents were like, what is wrong? How do you get us? Who gets a C in gym? Who gets us? You know, like it was the, and I was like, I fucking knew why it was. I knew it was because of the one day it was just because of that one day. And the free throws were the justification he used to go, well, he's just not, he's not pulling his weight because of the one, the one free throw test i failed and the fact that i had fucked around once in class he dragged my whole average for seventh grade down by two full grades and anyway life hope, is not fair i hope someday to be that kind not of teacher fair. who who really teaches lessons that way. yeah al rendy mr rendy he was one of them there was another guy whose name i forget who was our umpire in little league and the reason I remember him is because he used to change his calls if people argued enough. Like I remember one time he somebody slid into second base and he was like, "You're out!" And a bunch of people went, "What?" And he went, "Safe. He's safe." Like he literally. Yes. He's the reason people fight with refs. Yes. It was so we were all like, "What?" Anyway, gym teachers. I, I, lo gym I, teachers. I love that. I love that there are probably podcasts out there that like celebrate good teachers. But if you <laughs> if you want to hear about the shitty ones, that did I mean, not. there were there were there were plenty of. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that there weren't plenty of good ones, but there were. No, there were never really any. No teachers. Boo <laughs> to teachers. Uh, all right, parting shots, Amber. Yeah, um, I am. I'm gonna change the pattern. I'm gonna not talk about something intense. Um. This is weird. I, on Monday, it was our two-year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, it's crazy because we haven't had an anniversary in the world yet. Um, mm -hmm. We took, we both took the day off work because it was a Monday and we went to the beach and it was really, really nice. There was like a family of dolphins swimming by while we were sitting on the beach. And um, nice. yeah, I, I, Again, I'm breaking. The I, pattern. I, I'm just I love that nice. you guys go to the beach because you've told beach stories before and the lesbian wedding, the dog. I love the beach. I love when you oh. go out to the beach. <laughs> when you go out to the beach, I that's one of the vicarious well, things I, I try to look Going to the there. beach was such a huge part of my childhood. I think right. every weekend of every summer, we would drive to the beach and 
And, um, you know, it's like in adulthood, you realize, oh, not everyone did that. I thought, you know, everyone just goes to the beach all the time. So did you wear, did you wear shoes as a child? (laughs) (laughs) Did you wear shoes to the beach? Yeah, I wore flip flops on the beach or just to the beach. Um, just to the beach. Did you wiggle your toes in the sand? I did. I, I did. I read um, a book. I picked up a book, like, because I like a nice light read on the beach. You know, they call it a beach read for for a reason. And I, we <laughs> no poo poo ship. No. <laughs> I, I like. You know, I will say I like to write first drafts on the beach with a shovel, and you just dig up the sand and make. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you weren't you weren't here for that part, Amber. I don't no. know. What you're talking about, but it sounds good. Um, but I, it's just an opportunity for me to make fun of myself. So I I saw this book and it had like two dogs on the cover, and I think it's called like "You Lucky Dog" or something. And it's a it's it's like a romantic book about people meeting through their dogs or something. But um, the author's last name is London. And Jack when was, London, when I White was Fang, <laughs> yes, all the while, lesser known works. Um, when I was quickly reading the description, it said like London's characters are fully flushed out, and my panic pick out something quick. There's a pandemic brain thought that the characters were in we're London. In London. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, great. I want to no. I want to read a book about adorable British people and their dogs and it is not they're in Texas. There's probably so, not a <laughs> dog in the book, is there? I um cuz I was like, Jeff, I, I certainly find Galveston to be a wonderful <laughs> town, but it's no Corpus Christi if you ask me. Well, yeah, that's How dare you? <laughs> I feel like that's a okay mistake. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. London is a word that can mean a lot of different things. (laughs) It can mean a place. It could be a name. It's a type of broil. You know, there's like a lot of different, you know. So Amber, it's set in like dog country. It's it's in Texas. There's like an uptight businesswoman and like a laid back (laughs) scientist and they're dogs at doggy daycare get mixed up. They get each other's dogs. (laughs) What's the name of this again? Let's get it some sales. You lucky dog. I am only like two. two, um, Uh, Honey, you're home from work, I see. Uh, Did you notice anything (laughs) odd when you picked up the dog from doggy? No, you didn't notice anything because there's something. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to give you a hint. That dog. Do you notice anything about how the dog looks weird? Um, it's not a real page turner. I'm not going to lie. I probably won't read it again until I'm on a, a beach. It's not one where I'm like, I gotta find out what happens. I thought you I, were going to say. I bet they're going to end up together. <laughs> I have a feeling. Here, here's a better version of that like book. like a Hallmark movie. Oh, kind of. 100%. Right. I thought it was going to be a, a romance between two dogs who went to London together. I, that is uh, what I ultimately, in a perfect world, that is the book I'm reading. Oh, and, and like, Amber. I was just did? going for a tour around Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> and you'll never believe who I ended up sitting next to on the top of the double-decker bus. What if it became like like that before, like the Ethan Hawke, that trilogy with Julie Delpy, like before... <laughs> 
It's like three after midnight, before after, before midnight, after midnight in the he, here, here we in go the morning. Go, let's get lunch, whatever they're called. By the time we got to Trafalgar Square, do you want to have breakfast? <laughs> Boy, it's getting late. <laughs> we, we're dogs. <laughs> So yeah, that's my parting shot. You lucky dog. Get it yeah. at your local bookseller. And our anniversary. So now we've we've had two anniversaries and um both times I've had a card from Jeff that says next year we'll do something. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll see if we're going to continue the jinx. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Did you give him a card that just said you lucky dog? <laughs> <laughs> it's our it's our cotton anniversary. Two years is cotton. So I got oh, him a bunch cotton. of of loungewear pants. Um, oh. And but I'm really bad with gifts because I got them ahead of time because I wanted to make sure they would come in time. I ordered them. And then as soon as they came, it was like a solid month before our anniversary. And I was like, I just want to give you it right now because I want you to use it because mm -hmm. if it warms up, you won't want to be wearing lounge pants. So I want you to be able to wear these lounge pants. So happy anniversary. And he's like, you're the worst. <laughs> so you got to time, right. right. like, time it out right. You got to time it out right. February. Uh, yeah. It was chilly. Uh, yes. I'd like to order two pairs of lounge pants, but please don't <laughs> deliver them before. Right. They were, they're like top of the line. They're like nice. It was like a nice present. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's no, do that. Please God, no, I have to go to bed. <laughs> uh, by the way, I should say that I was just kidding about teachers before. I'm a big fan of teachers. I think you teachers, are a teacher. Right? You have been a teacher. No, we you love to. We we love to. We love teachers. We love teachers. I. Uh, Sean, I'm just are saying. You? Sometimes we talk about when they affect us. Sean, you joke about it a lot, so I can't tell if it's true. But do you check TikTok? <laughs> no, I don't, but I go on my uh Instagram sometimes and, and just hit TikTok. search without entering any search terms mm -hmm. and then I can scroll through and there's always like there's weird pictures or whatever, but then there's also always like TikToks that come up. Well, because for whatever reason TikTok has like an algorithm where it shows you what it thinks you want to see. And I'm yep. deep in teacher TikTok. Like, oh, really? Like, I have oh. a lot of like tips for your kids or like complaints about, and like, it's, I like it. It's, it is interesting, but I'm like, do they think that I'm a teacher? <laughs> I think there are more good teachers now, maybe more than ever. <laughs> You're just yeah, me too. I think teachers. that's definitely true. I just, I just want to say that. Why do you think that? American <laughs> Teachers Association, the ATA, uh, we, we do support you. I actually got a friend request yesterday. Uh oh. Bragging. Al, from, from Al Rendy. <laughs> no. Listen, I want to patch from things a, up. <laughs> from a, a name I didn't know. Like it was like a. And so I was looking at the, you know, and it, I had three mutual friends with this. All of them were former students of mine. And I was like, wait a minute. And so I started looking at the, the pictures on this account. And it was this kid that I haven't seen in like 25 years. Whoa. And so I wrote to the, you know, I, I wrote a message and I was like, is this older? who I think I, who I think it was? And they were like, it's me. 
It was so crazy because this was one of my favorite kids, but it's been so fucking long. You know what I mean? This is a kid that actually came to see me perform, I think, while they were in high school, like right after they left my school, they were in high school and they came to see me and maybe Eddie too at Chicago City Limits while we were performing there. So Anyway, it was just a crazy, like, holy shit kind of moment. Does he look different now? So I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't think teachers are cool. You know, I think they suck. (laughs) You won't believe how he looks now. Uh, All right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that. And we'll see you next time. Seven day break. Hey, by the time I talk to you guys again. I believe I may yeah. be in Los Angeles. That wow. Be cool. yeah. The angel, another How often angel. How does that happen? Has returned. We'll see. We'll see. But that's my plan right now. So fingers crossed. Have a good trip. All right. I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.